Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Trish, you are ready to go. Hello, good evening. How are you? I'm good. It looked like I just dropped that link to you a second ago and you hopped on like that. You know what's so fun? I literally, when I opened it up, Uh it popped in and I just hit it. I was like, all right, let's go. Perfect timing. I just sat down. Oh, perfect. I know it's been two weeks. It has. It has. (laughs) How was your trip? Oh, it was good. It was good. I'll sign on to um, the YouTube side and then we can talk about it or whatnot. It was busy last week with the graduation and everything. So, yes, ma'am. I guess Keisha pop on when she gets the message so okay so let me let me go on the youtube side and get us going Okay. Hey, you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in and get settled. Trish and I is here. So I know it's been two weeks. Um, and, hey, Trish, your dog is trying to get your attention. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> he is so spoiled and Dave's not here right now. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So I'm popping some treats in his toy. Mm-hmm. So you're doing some dog sitting? Oh, my goodness. Okay. A bundle of love and joy and sometimes annoyance. Girl, you're so funny. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha, Trish, and I will be recapping the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful uh, for the week of, and I guess we can touch both weeks if you want. I mean, I, I don't think. The week of the 8th, to me, wasn't all that interesting, unless you can remember something. Honestly, I can't. I'm just thinking about this week. All right. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Keish. Hey. Hi, Keisha. Hi. Hey, everyone on the YouTube side and the podcast side. We did the formal introductions. We were just talking about the fact that we've been gone for a couple weeks. And so, um, just to let you know, the graduate. Uh oh. Did you sign in twice, Keish? I'm not sure how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I know I only gave that link to two people. Why do I hear three? Uh oh. Oh, there it goes. It dropped. The other one dropped off. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, the graduation went fine. It was 87 degrees. Imagine being outside taking all those pictures. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, it was, it it went well. We headed back. It took four hours to drive there. Go to the, well, we went the night before. We went the Friday before. 
And then got settled, went, you know, got something to eat, went to the mall because my oldest had to look for some more clothes. And then um, the graduation was Saturday afternoon. Everything went well. Um, got a lot of pictures and everything. And then we came back home the same day, took that four hour, well, the next day. We took that four hour drive and uh, went out to eat at Fogo to Chow. His friends, some of my family members were there, and uh, we had a great time, and that was it. Congratulations. Was that Thanks. for the graduation? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's finally over. Um, and then final grades came out. He ended up with five A's and one B. Nice. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Made the dean's list and all that good stuff. So That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, we've been counting down since last year, and it finally came and went. How <laughs> <laughs> was everyone's Mother's Day? Mother's Day was good. I was tired because we had just, yeah, well, that was the 13th. Mother's Day was the 14th, and mm -hmm. so I was like, and it was like, Mom, where do you want to go? Because my oldest, you know, lives in Kentucky, so she was like, well, mm -hmm. while I'm here, we want to take you out, and I'm like, okay, you know, so. We um, yeah, we went out to eat at a hot pot. I don't know how you are you guys familiar with hot pot. Mm -mm. So, it's a uh, it's an Asian type cuisine where it's like a little small stove or heating equipment at your table. Cool. Mm -hmm. And they put this big old pot with broth in it that have all these different seasonings. You can either have a one full pot or split the pot. And then you get a choice of all you can eat items. You get three rounds and then you cook it in the pot. It cooks pretty quickly. And then you you enjoy it. Yep. It almost sounds like have you guys ever heard of the melting pot? Yes. Well, maybe it's the same thing. That's kind of it's what like it a fondue. Like. Oh, that's a fondue. Okay. Well, this is actually mm -hmm. like fish or shrimp, or you can and you cook it at your table and it cooks pretty quickly mm -hmm. and it's really good. That does I've, sound been, good. I've been to a place like that here in Houston. I can't remember what it was called. Mm -hmm. Man, oh man, the flavor. Whew, it was good. Oh yeah, it's delicious because they have all type of seasonings in that broth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So good. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this. Hey, Keish, I was telling um, Trish, I really don't remember much from the week of May 8th. Do you? It all kind of runs together. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I think... That week was the week um, Daniel told Kyle and Jack and all of them about Phyllis. But that was this week. I thought Wasn't that was it? last week when he told them and then it carried into this week. Really? I thought. I, don't God, know. I it thought did it was like. Better, didn't it? Wow. Yeah, I thought it was like Monday or like Tuesday of this week or something. I don't know. Everything is just a blur. <laughs> I feel like he did it. I feel like he did it on like Friday of last week, and then mm -hmm. it picked back up on Monday or something like that. Okay, okay, maybe he did, girl. <laughs> Listen, I hate to be so lost in the sauce, but you know, but that's okay. We'll we'll figure it all out. So. Absolutely. All right, so you guys, um, on the, if you're new here on both the podcast side and the YouTube side. We start with the young and the restless first, and then we do the bold and the beautiful, and then we have two segments, the flip the script segment, and who's taken several seats this, uh, even if it's the past two weeks, because we, you know, we, we haven't been on since May 5th, 
So, um, yeah, it's been a couple weeks, but girl, it's some crazy storylines coming up too. Right? Mm -hmm. Oh my! They only had one writer or something. Girl, (laughs) I don't know. This whole thing with Sharon is coming up. Um, Then you know, Bold and Beautiful, they're going to Rome, and for some reason, they I got a feeling that's surrounding Thomas and Hope. Girl, it's just yeah. Okay, but let's just say we got to cover the two weeks we did miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let me um put up the the young and the restless photo for this week, and then we're gonna go ahead and do the summary. Okay. Let me pull up the summary. Okay. So. For the young and the restless, for the, I'm just going to start at May 15th. Uh, Diane nearly explodes when Kyle tells her that Phyllis is alive and framed her. And Christine is skeptical when Jack brings the story to her. Audra reveals exactly what she wants from Nate. Summer snipes at Daniel for stabbing her in the back. And Ashley invites Tucker to move in her room. <laughs> Jack, Jack and Kyle find DNA evidence. Sharon is stalked. While babysitting Tessa and Mariah, oh, while babysitting Aria, as Tessa and Mariah are tense on their date, and then Chance accuses Summer of knowing more about Phyllis and betraying Kyle. Mariah and Tessa have hotel sex. So does Nate and Victoria, and Sally and Adam discuss their boundaries. All right, where you guys want to start? Yeah, I don't know. There's so much. It's a tough one. Let's start. Um, with... You want to do the Adam and let's get Adam. That's and... a, That's exactly what I was gonna say. So <laughs> <I'm gonna add> <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since you that's what you were going to say, go ahead and start with Adam, Sally, and Nick. Um. So I, we as the audience know that obviously Sally still has some uh, feelings there for Adam. Yep. Adam clearly still wants to be with Sally because he talks about it every five minutes. Yep. <clears throat> I would just like for Adam to stop begging her and move on. Because yep. it's 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 pathetic. I don't I don't know if I said this in previous um um uh, show podcast. Uh oh. You muffled, uh, Keish. I am? Yes. Am I still muffled? You, you're a little bit lower than you were. Mm. What about now? That's better. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I just, I feel like they're making him look pathetic right now because it's like he's kissing Sally's butt. Um, mm-hmm. She clearly is not I mean, we know that she still has feelings, but to him, she is not giving him anything to show him that she still has feelings for him. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. like I just want him to to stop, like just stop, 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 stop kissing her butt. Just let it go, let it go and move on. She's told you that she doesn't want to be with you, that there's no feelings there. Just take her at her word and and just just let it go. Cause I, I I feel bad for him. Yeah. 
But yeah, at the same time, it's like, how many other ways does she have to tell you no? Right. Um, I want to address a quick comment in the YouTube side. Cheryl Hines, she says, I have a question. Why is it that when a character dies, you use the term unalive instead of dead? One thing about social media platforms and algorithms, they will actually hit your video if you use terms that they don't agree with. So there are certain terms like you can't say the R-A-P-E word. You have to say grape. You can't say like other channels might use the word corn instead of P-O-R-N. So the same thing with... um in some cases, K-I-L-L or K-I-L-L-E-D use the word unalive because YouTube, especially TikTok, they do not like those words. They will strike the video. So I just wanted to answer that question right quick. Okay, go ahead. Uh, that, you... That's pretty much all I have to say. I... Okay. I, you know, I, this whole thing with the three of them is ridiculous. Because we know in the end what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and after however many months Sally and Nick have been together, Nick is just now professing his love for Sally. And why? Exactly. Yeah. And see, you know, I agree with you, Keish. That was one of the things that I said on one of my recaps. To me, Sally is just in the middle enjoying all this attention. I mean, these two guys are fighting over her and, you know, I guess. But at some point, you got to grow up. You got a baby in the middle of this whole situation. Nicholas, like uh, you just said, is he just saying this because of the fact that he's trying to stake his claim? And I think somebody said that. Was that... um? I don't know if that was Adam that said that, but I totally agree with you. At this point, Adam, look, just take a step back, leave that girl alone, and, you know, just worry about the baby. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What you got, Trish? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. It's, uh, it is pathetic. And, and the ridiculous thing is, is that I really, I don't know if Nick loves her. I think he's enamored with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think they have fun together. And they laugh, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's just different. The way he looked at Phyllis and the way he looked at Sharon, I mean, that was love. I don't know. I don't really see. I I mean, they have, there's something. I don't know. I just question the motives. Why now? Why say it this minute? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it wasn't even that he said it. He professed it, you know? Right. (laughs) Jay Money asks, he said it's good to have all of us back. How's everybody been? Good, thanks. Hi, Jay. <laughs> How are you? Hope all is well, Jay. Yeah, he, he's also been, been followed on the uh, Instagram side. I happen to see one of his comments on one of the posts over there, too. Cool. You know what? I think I, I don't know if it was you or not, Jay, but let me know if that was you that sent uh a request to me on Instagram. I I wasn't sure, so I didn't accept it yet until I could ask. Yeah, I think he's under that same icon and the same J Money name on IG. So that might be him, maybe. Uh, yeah, J Money, did you send Keish um, a, 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 what is it, a follow request on Instagram? Let us know in the comments. 
Um, hey, Jenna. Welcome back, girly. She said, yeah, they need to do something with Adam. He is so much better than this. I am so sick of him playing the weakling. He when, is. When he is. When is he just going to back off of Sally? I'm sick of him playing her fool. This is not Adam. Yeah, and then Bree says that I'm surprised they haven't put Sharon and Adam together. She's single, he's single. I don't know why the writers only put them together to cheat. I wonder, I, I don't understand that either because they spent that time several years ago teasing it and then it never happened. And it's like, why not now? Because they're both single. You know what I wonder? Is this got something to do with their off-screen romance that they had at the time? I don't know, but if, and I don't know if this is true or not, but um, just based on their IG, or at least on um, the actress that plays Sally on her IG, like she took all of the pictures of her and oh, who was that? I think that was Trisha. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he likes the storyline too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a beggar. I had to yeah, that's that Trisha's dog is also on the panel today, you guys. So. Oh my gosh, so cute. Yeah, we, yeah, go ahead, um, Keish. Uh, but on, on Courtney Hope's Instagram, you don't see any pictures of, of um, her and Mark. Right, so I, I'm wondering if they broken up in real life, or are they just trying to be discreet? Um, yeah, I, I wonder how that affects their characters now. Well, see, and I'm I'm thinking because they were so good together early part of 2022, and then the moment they started dating, looked like the writers broke it up. Yeah, that's the timing is suspicious. Right, so that's what I'm I'm wondering. You know, is there some type of clause or something in their contract that if you are dating, you cannot be in a romantic? I don't know. I'm just making up something. But that's what it seemed like. You know, they, they were hot and heavy back three years ago. I mean, Keish, you know, we talked about that all the time, right? Yeah. Yep. And but didn't, uh, didn't um, uh, Brighton and Brittany, weren't they dating on screen and in real life? At one point, I remember them dating on screen too. I think, yeah, I, yeah, because I felt like they didn't break up until um after they had broken up in real life, or maybe it was maybe it was shortly before they broke up in real life. But I felt like their on screen and off screen relationship were basically parallel. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. That's weird. I. I it's almost like they don't want. I mean, this thank goodness Adam now has his co a company to run, right. but get this guy some business. I mean, not only person, uh, you know, financial business, but give him some personal business. It's almost like what they're doing with Thomas. We yeah. were saying the same thing. If you're gonna clean up the character, and that's another conversation because they are dragging this mm -hmm. whole whole thing. I mean, put him, send this boy on some dates or something with somebody else until you figure out whether or not you're going to put him with hope. Right. So yeah. what, do, what do you think about um, Adam offering mm -hmm. Sally that job? Because in my opinion, if I were Sally, knowing how manipulative Victor is, I don't care what Adam says. He is not going to have free reign of that company. He's uh, going to have it as long as Victor wants him to have it. But as soon as Victor wants him to do something that he wants 
he's going to um, put himself in the middle and mm-hmm. try to dictate the way Adam runs that company and things are going to blow up for him again. So if, if I were her, I would want to put myself back in the middle of that family and their drama because she's going to be collateral damage, especially yes. since they don't like her anyway. Well, exactly. she turned them down. What was that yesterday? Was it Wednesday? Yeah, Remember? she did end up turning them down, but at first she was going to take it. Yeah, I mean, Nick tried to talk her out of it. Chloe tried to talk her out of it. Yeah, that was the May 9th episode because Adam um, went to Victor that day to tell him, you know, hey, these are the terms. Either if I, if, if um, I'll, I'll sign up to take my call if you back up off of Sally and let me have full autonomy. Right. And I, I don't know why Adam would believe that that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't understand that. Either. He should know that by now. Right. Victor has never followed through with allowing him to do what he wants to do when it comes to business and news mm-hmm. or, you know, anything that he's and Victor is involved in. Like, you don't own that company, Adam. So, you know dang on well that Victor is always going to have the final say. And if something is going on that he doesn't approve of or doesn't like, he's going to make sure that it doesn't happen. Pretty much. Right, exactly. I heard they broke up Sally and Adam to be sensitive. Wait a minute. So, Jay Money said that he heard that Mark and Courtney broke up and and they had to be sensitive to Sharon's case feelings because he left her for the actress who played Sally. I mean, I always wonder how, (laughs) what the dynamics were like on set. Right. Well, did you see today's scene? Yeah. I actually, um, I thought that was pretty interesting that all three of them was in the same scene. You know, I know they have to act it out, mm-hmm. but it was just, you know. And that's I all was, I could think about, too. Me, too. Making, right. I wonder how, I wonder when the cameras turn off, like, what is the dynamic between the three of them really like? But the Ex- thing is, what I heard was, is that Sharon broke up with him. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what they were saying, that she was the one that called it off. Mm. So, I mean, if she called it off and then Mark decided to, you know, unless she called it off, if she, if he, if she found out he was, you know, messing around, or messing around. I don't know. I don't want to put no rumors out there on these yeah. folks, but yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? We will who know. knows? But what you got, Trish? I think Sharon I, Sharon Case seems to me to be a pretty private person other than just photos, you know, mm-hmm. fun outgoing photos. Other than that, she doesn't really put herself out there like that. So I don't, I mean, not that it's our business, but I don't think we'll ever know. Yeah. Uh, I think um, the scene with the three of them mm-hmm. was, it, it, it looked good. I mean, they did a great job. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but looking at the baby and having Sally hover over the baby and talking about the baby. And I mean, it has to be be really like solidifying in her head what she's, you know, what she's about to have happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she's finally having a reckoning with the understanding of the gravity of of actually getting pregnant, because I think in the beginning she was denying a lot of what this meant for her life. Yeah, she was really in denial, like, oh, maybe I'm not pregnant, maybe it's a false positive. I mean, then I guess with the you know, once she took that paternity test and then the sonogram later on, 
she realized that yeah this is real yeah you know? but like you like you guys just said a little while ago i am just sick and tired of adam being the the just uh it's just pathetic yeah you know to watch him go this route now um go ahead He's like that cartoon dog, like the hound dog with like the long jowls and the eyes that he looks up out from under his eyelashes. Like, <laughs> right. Please, I mean, please. You know, just so needy. And that's just not Adam. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, just not. not. Mm-mm. So like, then I'm she... Not, mm-hmm. I'm Go not going to like, I don't like seeing the softer side of Adam because I, I do. Because Me too. we've always been so used to him scheming and doing something underhanded or being snarky or whatever so I do like seeing him um, in a different you know in in that light but not to the point where he just seems like the pathetic broken hearted please take me back I'm going to give you all these compliments even though you're basically giving me the cold shoulder kind of guy right yeah yeah, it looks pathetic when she keep pushing them away. And then it looks pathetic for Nick, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, God, it's just killing me. And, I mean, you this guy has to know that that girl... How can you... I don't know. Okay, let me ask you. How could you be with someone that is carrying your brother's child? I just... And I know it's soaps. I know it's soaps. I personally don't know. However, in real life situations, stranger things have happened. I guess. I mean, you know, anything is possible, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It's just weird. And then when they have their little makeout sessions and in bed and stuff like that, it's like. She's pregnant with your brother. I know. How, how can that not be the thing you're thinking about? Exactly. Right. You know, you're you're making out, making love, whatever, and then at the same time, there's a baby in her stomach that belongs to. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird to me. That whole storyline is just ridiculous. I'm over it. Yeah. Yep. Um. Now Sally does tell him to move on. We already talked about Nick professing his love. That was the end of last week. Um, wait a minute. Where's that part? Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll deal with, with Summer later. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's a hot mess. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I mean, I'm just annoyed at this point, you guys. It's like, real. I mean, Really? Yeah. You couldn't think of a fresh storyline. So you did the same storyline, but the woman who did it's kids are older. And we're supposed to believe that a cop is going to sit there and talk to Summer like the way he's doing that, not drag her down to the station and interrogate her. I mean, the whole thing is just ludicrous. Yep. 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 Mary Hilburn said Nick need to find his own girlfriend. How about Audra? <laughs> Man. You know what though? I didn't I thought the scene between him and Elena was nice. I know people Ooh, uh, Nick and Elena? Yeah, and I yeah, know people think Elena is boring, but I think there's um so like both Nate 
and Devon are both they've always been super serious characters. There, mm-hmm. There's no like goofiness there with them. There's no like you rarely see them laughing or smiling. Yep. Um, and I feel like when she's in scenes with them, mm-hmm. you don't get that lighthearted kind of goofy side of Elena. But you see Elena like that in scenes with other people. And I felt like we saw her like that with Nick, where they were both kind of like, you know, bantering back and forth. And Nick can be, Nick is both kind of, he can be kind of goofy, but he can also be serious. So I feel like he's a good balance. So when him and Elena were in that scene together, mm-hmm. we're able, we were able to see like the goofier side of Elena and her joking around with him and all that kind of, and I, I don't know, I just thought it was nice and refreshing for her because the people that they've hooked her up with have both been just, you know, basically a one-dimensional character. Mm-hmm. That's true. I agree with you on that. Um, I didn't think of it in that way. I didn't think of it that way. That's a good point. Because I was uh, one of the ones that thought it was boring. Yeah, Jenna also want us to talk about Connor. What are he going to do with all of this information? Because he seems so confused and upset. Con- oh, about the baby? Yes. That was- because you see how he was dealing with Billy and and um, Johnny. Johnny. And he's been a little bit of a brat. And I felt like it was kind of a... I, don't, I guess I don't want to say a flip because we didn't really... We just saw his initial reaction to it, to mm-hmm. where he was like, okay, that's it. Let me, you know, is that all? Can I go do my homework now? And he left. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe that was just that he just didn't have time to process it. But I, like, from the initial reaction, I thought that he, it didn't bother him as much as they assumed it would. But apparently, right. apparently it did because he certainly was not being very pleasant to Johnny or Billy. No, he wasn't. And I really don't like whenever storylines take a kid and make the kid be the the evil one, especially when there's a baby involved. You know, I don't like that. I hope they don't do some kind of storyline like that. Yeah, that boy, he was like, he, but I, the, I don't know. I, I'm, I guess a little bit old school. He was cutting up at that table. I mean, I get it. He, yeah, Connor. I mean, at the rest, at society, Mm -hmm. you know, and he was yelling and loud talking adults. I'm like, hold on now, little boy. Who you talking to? Right. All them kids on there do that because Johnny did it um, around the time that they told him about him and Connor being brothers. He was had a little smart mouth. Mm hmm. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Billy's sitting up there looking distraught when that little old boy was talking to him like that. I'm like, Billy, that's all you're going to say? Right. <laughs> Be like, I'm going to need to talk to your mama. You need to check your son because uh, I understand he's frustrated and confused with the, you know, my uncle is dating my little sister's mother. You know, I get that. Yeah. You know, you need to teach that boy how to talk in a, in a more constructive and respectable way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who is it? Oh, we got who's Cece. Welcome, Cece. Cece said Connor's too old for his age. He acting like it. Mm-hmm. That kid's been through way too much. I know, right? He just come off of last year. His mom almost, uh, you know, 
doing what she did, mm-hmm. you know, and he's trying to emotionally support her. And now her dad, now his dad got a, you know, a baby coming from somebody that's dating his uncle. Yep. You yeah. know, I mean, that's crazy. And you wonder why Summer is bat, batty. <laughs> right. My thing is, you can be, I understand you being upset about it or confused, but you're mm-hmm. not going to talk to me crazy. Exactly. Right. Don't be disrespectful. Right. Especially, with, you know, with it being Billy and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't have they anything didn't do to do with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you had it for. You know, he was like, I don't want to eat. Don't talk to me. I told, and then he told Billy, I told you I didn't want nothing. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy, 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 crazy. So, yeah, Adam and and Chelsea really made this whole thing. Well, all them adults, they got them kids crazy on this show. Yeah. All right. um, Can we move on to Elena and Nate? Because last week or the week of the 8th, is when a lot of that stuff came out and then Elena moved out. She threw that picture on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then Nate is like, oh, okay. And when she, this week, him and Victoria ended up in bed for the second time. Yep. Look, what you got, Trish? I heard you. I mean, I'm so glad Elena moved out. Um, we all knew it was going to happen because, as you said, you know, a relationship starting this way is there's a good chance it's going to end the same way uh, Trish, let me ask you a quick question do you yeah. listen to my recaps huh do you listen to my recaps girl i don't have time I oh wish- i didn't know because i always say that in the recap so I yeah you wondering. yeah well i knew you said because you've said it on here before we oh, all okay. i mean we definitely knew it was going to happen and and she's right you know i mean she said you know this is how it started with me and so She's, it's not even that she's surprised. She feels like a fool. Mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. she was gaslit. I mean, he literally looked her in the eye and told her she had nothing to worry about and then threw Victoria on the desk the very next day. Yep. Yep. If they hadn't been interrupted, they would have done it then. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm sick of Nate. And Victoria is just getting on my last nerve. <laughs> the entitlement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, even Nikki is like, Nikki and Nicholas. Now, Nicholas is being a little hypocritical, but Nikki and Nicholas is like, are you thinking anything about Elena? The girl is in pain. And she like, whatever. She got up and walked away from Nikki. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does not care. She don't care. Victoria is going to get what Victoria wants. Well, she said that today. She said, I always get what I go after or whatever she said. Yeah, and I, I mean, not making excuses for her because she's, you know, she's wrong. She's definitely wrong. However, Nate is the one in the relationship, mm-hmm. not a marriage yep. relationship, and he was the one that chose to do what he did. So yep. I, Elena and Victoria aren't friends, so she doesn't really owe Elena anything. Nate does. And yeah. I'm not making excuses for her. It's not something that I would do. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if anyone in this situation is completely dead wrong, it's definitely Nate. Right. I don't know, man. 
I only want to check the oil in my car and the dipstick only goes to my oil. (laughs) You a fool. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We don't want to co-mingle or mix it up. (laughs) So here's my my thing on on, um, on Elena. What was the purpose of JT thing? Because they, she talked to JT. He said no, but then to think about it. And then last week, Audra urged her to come go after JT. She, she thought about it again. I'm like, what are they going to do? Are they going to bring the guy back or no? I mean, I thought he was coming back for a couple of episodes from what our, everything we read, but maybe that was just BS. I don't know. That's what I thought. Yeah, but then what sense would it make? It just to rattle Victoria? I mean, you know, getting, getting back at somebody, even if it's not the right thing to do, might be the fun thing to do in the moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never thought the idea was a great one in the first place. It was right. kind of, it was kind of corny or, you know, like, okay, she brought JT back. She did the podcast. Like you said, what's going to happen? What now? I mean, yeah. other than Victoria being angry at Elena, possibly. The, well, and the triggered. CEO of the company she works for. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't I don't know what the, the whole point of that was. I think yeah. Elena, maybe Elena was trying to get, um, not Elena, maybe Audra was trying to talk her into doing something that she knew could possibly get Elena fired so she wouldn't be a part of Newman Media anymore and mm-hmm. a better chance with Nate. I don't know. I don't know. That that whole thing just didn't make sense. There's a lot of loose ends on the show. It's like, what'd you do that for? Well, um, it's ahead. almost like they forget what they started. They forget why they started a storyline and then they realize, oh, God, okay, we backed ourselves into a corner. Okay, now we're going to do the whole put some words in a bowl and pick out stuff that makes a sentence and write the script. I mean, <laughs> right. It's crazy, y'all. I mean, I don't get it. So, what do you guys think about this thing where Audra admitting that he she was interested in this, this plan that she has that looked like Nate is interested in and they scratching each other's back? I think Nate is playing Audra. You think so? Yeah, I don't think he I don't think he truly is interested in her or wants to work with her with whatever scheme she's trying to concoct. I think he wants her to believe he is. Hmm. But I don't, I don't think, I don't, I'm not, I don't think he really wants to work with her like she thinks. The one thing I'm sure of about Audra is that she is absolutely self-serving and looking out for Audra. Exactly. For sure. And it drives me nuts that Elena, for whatever reason, does not see that. Why are you talking to the girl? She's just going to sabotage you. Right. Yeah, I mean, and basically she admitted to Nate that she was interested in him. So she was like, well, you know, you're with Victoria, so I guess that's over. Whatever she said. I forgot how she put it. But the thing is, that was the purpose of getting Elena out the way because you really didn't care about that relationship. You wanted her gone anyway. Yep. 
you know, and then like you guys said, because Elena was so caught up in the emotion of it all and the being just oh, we're BFFs all of a sudden. Yeah. Your man is cheating on you. Girl, he's a jerk, this, that, and the third. And she built a connection with her. Yeah. And the right. other thing I don't like, like, I, I can't remember now who said possibly put Nick and Audra together, but I don't want Nick and Audra together. Audra was with Nick's son. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I would forget about uh, that her and Noah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even see him. Him and Allie. We, we only saw them one time probably about three weeks ago. Yeah. So, and I know they're on recurring status, so. Yeah. But, yeah, so I don't know about that plan. I have a feeling that if that if they do do that plan, Nate is going to be the one that's out on his butt because the Newmans aren't going to just let him slide, right? And then Audra, she might get caught up in it, but she's probably going to cover her tracks. She's very conniving and very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She is deliberate. Girl, she's sneaky. (laughs) So I guess, I guess if um, Nate, mm -hmm, Victoria, what Audra was up to, then we'll see that he, you know, isn't really interested in working with Audra because he's already writing her out to Victoria. Mm-hmm. But if he keeps it to himself, then maybe he is thinking about um, teaming up with her to, I don't know, pull off some kind of whatever it is that Audra is trying to do to get her CEO, or not CEO, but a position in the executive suite. Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, do I like the, I think as crazy and manipulative as Audra is, I like the element of drama because the only other person like that on the show is at I mean was Adam you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. you have everybody that's either sleeping with each other and relationships or trying to you know start a coup or whatever that's where what, what was um what you call it sister name that was on the show that we really liked that brought drama um Ray's sister Mia uh, 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 Mia actually- right Ray's ex-wife. Yeah, Mia. Yeah, Mia. I said his sister. Yeah, ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, Mia. You know, she had that same type of drama, you know, brought that edgy drama or whatever. She was and fire. What'd you say? She was fire. She was. Yeah, she was. She had a fiery personality. And the same thing I think Audra brings. She's just a little bit more cunning about hers. Yeah, she is. She and does. Not, not as in your face as Mia was. Oh my God! Thank you, Jay Money and Bree. Yes, if it's forty nine people in here, I only got fifteen likes. Come on, y'all, hit the like, hit the like button on the YouTube side. The like, it's it's free. You ain't gotta pay nothing. If you enjoying this content and having these conversations, yes, hit the like button. Thank you, Jay Money, and thank you, Bree. I appreciate you. Yeah, Audra is shrewd. Somebody said Audra is shrewd. That's the word. Go ahead. Oh, I said that's a good word for her, shrewd. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? I think they needed to bring Audra in because Sally was that person that came into the show originally starting up trouble. But when they stuck her in the middle of the two Newman brothers, it kind of dialed it back. So now you need somebody else to bring that. Yeah. Yep. 
I so. do. I I mean, I realize that her her character is pregnant and everything, but I do miss that sparky side of Sally, you know. Yeah, and then Summer was the other person, but because you know they have Allison Lanier playing Summer now, it brought a different element. Now I mm-hmm. gotta say, after the whole Phyllis debacle, we see a different Summer with this same actress. Yeah, mm-hmm. Summer, you want to fight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that lip that bottom lip i tell you what man that actress must have like a special muscle in that bottom lip because did you see it when daniel told her he wouldn't do what she wanted him to do and she pouted yes. and then when she got angry somehow she made it form this angry face like i've never seen before i mean this woman's facial expressions are fantastic <laughs> yeah she is definitely right now um acting her butt off she's lighting it up because yep. she she's doing a good job at, at being um ang- angry and just kind of kind of a little bit off her rocker mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'd be off my rocker too if my dead mother came back to me and said hey i faked my death now help right. me get back to my life right <laughs> and so what did y'all about- what did y'all think about the sex scene between uh, Victoria and Nate? Jay Money says, you know Victoria got her back blown out. A <laughs> couple times, yeah. I think they do a good job with... Uh, they, they did a good job with that. I mean, first Devon and Abby, and now Abby's sister and Devon's cousin. They're hooking them up with some good some good sex scenes well listen so if you notice they had the music going somebody Mm -hmm. was singing in the background and Mm -hmm. you know they were like throwing each somebody got thrown up against the wall Mm -hmm. i think that was nate victoria right yeah because victoria yeah you know so i'm like yeah they really trying to sell us this couple yeah because you can tell when they're trying to push somebody onto us versus a regular romantic scene, you mm-hmm. know, like, because like they would do with Liam and Hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like, here, have some mayonnaise for your sandwich while this other stuff is like the Grey Poupon, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a little extra spicy <laughs> kick in there. Oh my God! Yeah, they had that music playing, swinging around, tossing. The, I'm like, yeah, I see. I see that you guys doing the same thing that they did with Devon and Abby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we haven't seen those type of scenes since before COVID. Well, yeah, <laughs> 2019. Yeah. And you know, I got to tell you, these actors and actresses staying in this shape. These mm-hmm. ladies are so tiny and petite, mm-hmm. and and these men have this upper body strength. That really, they're doing quite a dance there. Yeah. Listen, did you all know? Because this is my first time ever seeing Amelia down to her lingerie. Because yeah, they showed I, her. I thought the same thing. Like I don't ever remember seeing her like that before. No, remember, but she looks amazing. Is she like a ballerina? Is she a ballet dancer or something? I mean, that woman's calves are just ripped. She probably is, but I was shocked. I mean, 
I think the last time we ever seen somebody that far down into their uh, underwear like that was probably Amanda Hillary, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the first time I ever seen Amelia, even when she was with Billy. You know, Billy, her and Billy had some scenes, right? Yeah, yeah. She have never got down to her lingerie where they actually showed, you know, her body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was surprised by that. I got to say, she looked good. The girl is almost 52. She looks amazing. Yes, yeah, she does. She does look mm-hmm. great. Yep. 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 But, um, yeah, so I hope that answered your question, Jay Money. Yeah, because he wanted to know what we thought about that scene. It was hot, baby. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Um, there was also another romantic scene between Tessa and Mariah today as well, because they set up the whole stage area for that. They lit it up, too. Yeah, they did. Damn. Yeah, so they made sure that there was some loving in the afternoon, as I should say, morning. I guess it depends on what time the show come on in your area. Right. I just, I need them to find some type of story for those two, because I am bored to tears every time they're on screen. Like, I love that they have their baby now. I love that. But can we take them out of the baby storyline and give them some type of drama or something. (laughs) I agree completely. And at the same time, that is so real from witnessing my friends go through it all. Cause they all know I never had kids. Mm -hmm. Um, But every time one of my friends got pregnant, every conversation was about the pregnancy, which was great. I didn't mind or anything, but that those scenes with them. Yes. I'm with you, Keisha. Let's mix it up. But that is exactly what happens. Yep. Like I, I, I don't know what what they could possibly do, but I, I don't know something about Tessa and her her music, music or yeah, something. Yeah, they haven't really given them a storyline. They're just a um. They married on the show, mm-hmm. or they just uh-huh. yeah, they, they got married. Right, yeah, they're married. Just really pretty. Yeah, right. That's yep. right. That was back last year. So. They're just, they got them as just a married couple with a baby now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like you say, they they need to give them something. Because originally it was her nodules on her throat. That storyline came mm-hmm. in. Then it was the baby. Okay. A Mariah carrying Dom. That mm-hmm. came and went. You know, so they need to give them something else to, to you know, to chew on with that storyline. Zhuzh it up. What would you say? Zhuzh it. Zhuzh it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I heard say that, but I thought that was really cute. Mm-hmm. So now I use it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's too funny. Um, What else I was going to say? So we talked about Nate. We talked about, we might as well talk about Ashley and Tucker. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Me too. I know you do. It's so much fun. Diane. Oh my God, Tucker's hilarious. Uh, yeah, he, that, he is. He cracks me up every time. Yeah, Trevor's <laughs> Trevor's uh, Trevor St. John is hilarious. I mean, and he he could he need to be a stand up comedian. He's funny, and he brings out the lighthearted in Ashley now too. I love it. Right. You know. 
they got the right dude for that one. They did. Oh my God! I, did you did you guys feel bad for him when um, Devon got his name changed? Oh, I got a lump in my throat came. when they were at the bar, Keisha. I did when he got that yeah. look on his face, and he's trying yeah. so hard to be so supportive, and you just know he just wished it would have been McCall. Yeah. Really? Kind of you think you think uh, Tucker wanted the other way around? You think he wanted Devon to take his name? Is that what you're I, saying? I, I I don't think he necessarily. I mean, I'm sure it would have <clears throat> made him happy mm-hmm. if Devon had done that. But I I mean, I know he understands why Devon took the Winter's last name because Tucker hasn't. He wasn't there. Right. Wasn't, mm-hmm. I I don't think it was through any fault of his own in the beginning because I don't think he knew about Devon at first. Right. 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 Um. So I can't imagine knowing that I missed my child's entire life until yeah. his late teens. Like to me, that would be like, I don't know how you would ever take care of filling that hole fully. I mean, of course you would be so grateful for the now, mm-hmm. um, but man, that you know, you can only imagine in the character's mind and heart hearing all of this wonderful about great dad, Neil. And he was, he was great to Devon. Um, but you just wish you would have been the one that could have been. Yeah. Right. And, and, he, and your heart. And, yeah. And Tucker definitely acknowledges it. Like he's mm-hmm. said to Devon several times that he's grateful and thankful to Neil for, yep. um, you know, raising him the, the part way through his basic, what was Devon like a teenager when he got adopted by Neil? Young mm-hmm. teen. Mm-hmm. Um, so like he, he knows, and I don't think it was anything like, Oh, that should have been me. Right. You have, you gotta, you gotta think like, this is my biological kid. And it probably stung a little bit because it, it's not him. Yeah. So one thing I'm noticing about Tucker, Tucker ain't slick. Cause Mm. he's throwing little things in there. Why did he have to tell Abby that he proposed? (laughs) I think he I, I think he enjoys toying. Of course he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the other thing is he you know he's been trying to get into Ashley's room and then the moment that she asked, he was like, Oh, I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he thought yeah. Well, I mean, Ashley's been toying with him too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They toying with each other, basically. But I think Don't honestly, dish it out if you can't take it. Exactly. Right. I honestly think they make a good on-screen couple. Me too. I do too. I love it. I really do. Just like I and I don't, you know, Trish, you might not like to hear this, but I actually like seeing Diane and Jack together. I know. And I mean, guys, honestly, I love watching them and I love to absolutely just eviscerate Diane. <laughs> but they're great. Yes, there's chemistry. There's a great couple. I mean, Susan Walters is just, she's beautiful. She looks amazing. She's in amazing shape. Um, Mm -hmm. The character is just one that I look at and I'm like, you keep getting these passes and Mm -hmm. you never really had to pay the toll. That's my problem with Diane is that she suffered for maybe what, two weeks. And Kyle's like, okay, I love you. It's like, 
you, you abandoned your son. I mean, there should be on top of the lie after lie after lie after lie she told when she got back. And there was no, there's no more lies. Okay, here's another lie. I just, I want her to pay. Well, I agree with Chris. But that's the thing. You bring somebody like Susan Walters back, I don't know how long her contract is. They're going to end up writing her right into a corner because that's what they would end up doing if they say, you know what, you're back, but guess what? You're going to pay. You're going to jail. Or we're going to ostracize you and nobody wants to be around you. Your son don't want to talk to you. What kind of storyline would she have? I think they could have they could have pulled it out a little longer than they did. Oh, yeah. so you were saying not, okay, I see what you're saying. So instead of just way too fast. It they, was, it was like a little bit instant, too fast. Yeah, it was just like an instant with Jack and Kyle. Uh, it took it took Jack a little bit longer than Kyle, but mm-hmm. not that much longer than Kyle. And everything was all well and good. So I, I think that's what it was. And and there were there were still things like within that storyline that could have still caused drama. Not necessarily her going to jail, but there were still things like Trish said, the 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 multiple lies that she told when she came back. Like there were ways to drag that out to where it wasn't an instant we're welcoming welcoming Diane back with open arms. Yeah, and you know, and and she also, I mean, listen, man, she's a felon. Jack, she made Jack a felon. Just because they're not in jail doesn't mean they don't deserve to be there for what they did to Jeremy, even though Jeremy was a convicted felon. Wait, 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 wait. When did she make Jack a felon? When she had him set Jeremy Starker for for stealing. That was stealing a, a necklace over a million dollar piece of jewelry. I think he chose to do that on his own. He got to take that accountability. Jack is being real stupid right now. <laughs> well, he was stupid, but she was an accomplice. Diane was right. absolutely an accomplice. Right, they should be, they are criminals and they should be in jail for yeah. that. They're yeah, not and it was all anything. Lost over. It was well, I guess my over. thing is, is that he chose to do that because the thing is, is like, she can say, well, he's doing this to me and he's been following me and I'm afraid of him. Jack didn't have to go and go through this elaborate plan. Him and Kyle? Wasn't Kyle? Yeah, they were both part of it. Yeah, they decided to put themselves in that situation. Jack got to take some of that heat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, I, I, that totally Jack needs to take accountability for it. I, I just don't like the way that whole thing was glossed over. Same. And that was something else that they could have, like another piece of the puzzle that they could have made some drama out of. And it was just like, well, we broke the law. We blamed it on somebody else. We framed them. That person got arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knows, but right. he's not going to push it any further. He's just going to let it go and then basically complain about how the people of Genoa City um, okay. think they live above the law. And it's yeah. like, you just sat here and said that you know what they did, but you're not pursuing any charges against That's her. because Victor and Nikki decided not to press charges. Which is stupid. Like it's that ridiculous. that part of the storyline is it's dumb. Like why did they drop that? Right. Well, they I mean, you know so why that's better that, than what they did. You know why? Probably because that would be something that Victor would do. He loves setting people up. He'd be a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, what gets me is dropped. When Phyllis comes back and all this starts going down, she's going to be crucified while they just skated on by with everything. So did you guys see the video that I, well, 
I don't know if you guys, meaning you and um, Trish and Keisha, but on the YouTube side, I posted a video yesterday that Michelle Stafford did live on IG. So one of the questions came up and asking about, I think one of the people was saying, hey, I, I hope you and Jack get back together. Mm-hmm. Michelle was like, well... I don't think Jack is a nice guy. I think he's pretty, he's a mean guy. And I don't think Phyllis would want that. And I'm like, so I put a question out there to ask, you know, when I posted the clip, do you think Jack is mean? What do you guys think? Let me see. Uh, Let me try to play it from my phone so you can hear exactly what she had to say. Okay. So hold on. And then you let me know what you think. Let me go to my studio. Oh, let me switch this out. Okay. I hear birds. Oh, that's my, I'm sitting next to my window. Oh, man, I love those sounds. It's so relaxing. <laughs> okay, hopefully I won't get an ad pop up. If I do, I'm gonna, let me turn it down because I know sometimes you YouTube will pop up an ad. Okay, here's the video right here. Let's see. Play. Of course it did. Okay, hold on one second. Excuse me. I okay, here we go. Same time. Here you go. Come back to YNR. You're saying yes. I think I'm coming back. I think um, I think I am coming back soon. And I mean, I'm already back. But I think on air, it'll be next week, I think. Um, Somebody just said, I want you back with Jack. Listen, don't you think he's kind of treated her badly? (sighs) I mean, as a woman, I got a problem with that. I don't don't think there's a lot. (sighs) Yes, you're all saying yes. You're all saying yeah. Yeah, Jack is, I, I, he's very been... I mean, he's been very, very mean. I don't know if um, if Phyllis is necessarily attracted to mean dudes. I don't know. It's not me. I'm not playing me. I'm playing somebody else. So I wouldn't do it. But maybe Phyllis likes it. I don't know. Okay. What do you guys think? That's I, the clip. I don't. I don't agree with her. Okay. Um. I think that the way Jack is reacting to Phyllis now, or, you know, the way he has been over the past several months is because of the shenanigans that Phyllis has pulled. And while I don't, I don't really care for Diane either. um, There are still some things that Phyllis has done that has caused Jack to react the way that he has to her. Like she was the one in the beginning that basically messed up their relationship because she kept, obsessing over Diane and she allowed I I feel like her obsession with and her anger towards Diane basically gave Diane what she wanted and allowed Diane to slither in there in between her and Jack and um, pull Jack away from her and she just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept she it was just like one thing after the other and she just never learned her lesson and she still hasn't learned her lesson because as we saw the stuff that she was saying this summer, it's still about Diane. So I, I don't think Jack has been was just 
you know, downright mean to her, just kicked her to the curb when Diane came back to town. I feel like she she kind of helped move that narrative along by being vindictive and doing things to try to get people to hate Diane. She should have just minded her business and Diane would have, you know, she would have tripped herself up. Gotcha. Yeah. What do you think, Trish? What do you think about what Michelle said? So I, so to what Keisha said, I agree that she did a lot of this to herself. Um, but I do think Jack was mean. Really? Um, yes. Um, okay. Whenever she, in the beginning of all of this, she laid out exactly what Diane was going to do and nobody would listen. And she kept trying to tell them. And at a certain point, when you have PTSD from the heinous stuff that a person did to you from years ago, that's still kind of crumbling around in your brain that you never fully recovered from. And now she's back from the dead. I think she lost her, she dropped her basket obviously and went over the edge. If people would have listened to her, I don't think any of this would have gone I don't think she would have lost her mind. Um, and I do blame part of this on Jack because there were multiple times where she told Jack certain things and Jack gaslit her and told her that's not what's happening. And it was exactly what was happening. And so, um, yeah, I think Jack was being, was, was mean multiple times to her. And, um, and I think it drove her over the edge, quite frankly. Okay. So, when somebody don't listen to you, is that actually being mean? If okay, so no, I'm not you, talking about the not listening part being mean. I'm talking about there were multiple things that Jack said to her, bringing up her past and throwing it in her face, and um, it was it was with venom and it was absolutely mean. Okay, which part are you talking about? I'm trying to remember everything so I can make sure I take everything in consideration. So what? Do, what you remember exactly? What? I don't remember exactly, but the overview was that she was telling him very emphatically, uh, laying out exactly what Diane was going to do for probably the fourth or fifth time because no one had listened to her. And he started just screaming at her about, you're just never going to stop. You're never going to stop. Um, this is exactly how you've always been. And, and you won't let go of the past. And she's like, well, the past is here, you know? And um, he started trying to tell her that she needed to be grateful. Okay. And it was, it was just a messed up. It was really messed up. Like, why would Phyllis be grateful that Diane's back in any, like, sorry, she's just not going to be. Ooh. I'm okay. not saying that that makes anything that Phyllis did right. It does not. But that, I think, helped really kind of push her to insanity. Okay, so uh, looking in the comment section, Jenna says that I think he is mean. He's abusive. He was horrible. None of her fans ever want her with him again. I know I don't. I don't. Jay Money says Jack is not mean. Victor is now. That's mean. Jeremy and Tucker are also meaner than Jack. Um, oh, honey, Bree said, I saw the video. She make it seem like Phyllis has always dated nothing but Saint. Please, Phyllis, wait a minute, P-L-I-L, Phyllis treated Jack badly by sleeping with his brother. She slept with his brother. Jack is weak. 
um, Jack's treatment of Phyllis has been appropriate. He asked her not to obsess over Diane, let them be. She used him to make Diane mad and push Jack away. So, I mean, I guess it's just mixed reviews. You got folks, you know, of course, just like, you know, you were just saying, Keisha, that no. And then, of course, Trish said yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my thing is I, I'm not a Phyllis fan. I just don't like especially what really made it bad is the fact that you put your kids through mm-hmm. this torture. Yeah. How do you um, get back from that? Man, I know what that looks like up close. And for somebody to pretend to do that, oh, I was so I was so mm-hmm. done with that. Mm-hmm. So and you I, I know I've said that in the past, so folks know what I'm talking about. But you know, how would you do that to your kids? I mean, mm-hmm. sticking it to Diane and all these other folks. I mean, even Lauren was saying, How could she do that to us? You know, how could she put these people in a position? where, you know, we all were sad and distraught and thought that they were gone. I mean, thought she was gone, whatever. But I guess it goes back to the original question with Jack. They played cat and mouse. for, the, And I think this was before you came back, Keish, because you came back in the fall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, and you might have talked about it a little bit, because these two been playing, They before Diane came back, they was playing cat and mouse about whether or not they had feelings for each other. She was still in a relationship with Nick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was, that was before I, I left, when all that happened. Okay, so that was the beginning of 22, because you left in March, right? Right. Uh, okay. April, yeah. April. Okay. So they played cat and mouse with each other. She was in a whole relationship with Nicholas. She blew that apart because of what Jack said, talking about, I love you. And then when she got out of the relationship, then he's like, I need to just be friends. Right. I mean, I honestly was so pissed off whenever they did that because I really like Nick and Phyllis together. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any going back at this point, but I really did like them together. I thought that he brought her down to earth and I thought that, you know, they were fun. They had a great time. There was chemistry. Right. I was just pissed when that happened. Yeah, that was a mess. And then, because mm-hmm. I mean, she's, she, she lobbed a grenade in that relationship with Nicholas because she figured like, dang, okay, Jack is sticking his toe in the water. Ugh. Let me go and end this over here and tell Nick I can't stand your family and your family can't stand me and all this other nonsense. So, yeah, Jack was de- doing something stupid, but she was horrible to Nicholas. It was so ridiculous. Yeah, she was. It was she bad. was horrible to Nicholas. And then when she finally get over there, Jack turned around like, eh, I think maybe we should be friends. And I think that, that- mm, that's why I, I'm not, uh, that's why but I, you know I, told what? I want him to wind up alone. But see, here's the thing. I think they purposely did that because they knew they were bringing Susan back. Yeah. So it may be if they wasn't bringing Sue, because right after he did that and said, nah, I don't think so. We should just be friends. I don't want to get hurt again. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you slept with my brother and all this sort of kind of stuff. Then next thing you know, he get that cryptic text from L.A. and it was Diane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think they did. They probably were going to try to drift them two together. But when they got Susan to come back, they're like, oh, yeah, let's 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 move her, move her out the way bring her in you know i don't know that's just the way it looks i'm just speculating 
But my question is, when that went, because that was all on, what is this, uh, Jack and Kyle to say yay or nay to Diane. They went down the rabbit hole with her. Mm-hmm. It was Phyllis at this point that should have took that step back. But, I mean, Phyllis was doing yeah. all kinds of things. Oh, she, Especially on the on the Kyle side of things. Like, I can understand her being <clears throat> mad about Jack because mm-hmm. she had feelings for Jack. But she was even, when it came to Kyle, Kyle, doesn't, Kyle shouldn't trust her either. I'm protecting Kyle and I'm protecting you and everybody else from Diane. It's like, that's not your decision because that's Kyle's mother. And regardless of what Diane did, if Kyle makes the decision to forgive his own mother, then that's that's, that's his, his call. You don't have nothing to do with that. Exactly. And she just kept insisting in her mind, and this is what she's telling everybody else to justify it. Yeah. That she was trying to protect Kyle and Summer from from uh, and Harrison from Diane when it really she probably could have given two craps about Kyle. It was about Jack. And it has always been about Jack. Always been about Jack. You're exactly right. And and it's like, I don't understand. I'm sorry, but Jack's not that great of catch. I don't think. Um, (laughs) It's like, you know, he slept with his dad's wife, Jill. Um, He's done all kinds of dastardly deeds I mean, he's, I don't know why so many people make Jack out to be smiling Jack, Saint Jack. Jack is no saint. He was a big time playboy back in the day and he used women like napkins. Yeah. Uh, Jay Money say, y'all saw why Jack ended it though. Phyllis slept with Jack just to mark her claim on him in front of Diane instead of taking it slow. That's why he ended it with Phyllis. Cause she and that he walked in to the Grand Phoenix, and and she was yelling and screaming at Diane about how the fact that she used Jack to as a, I guess the marker territory was that the term. Um, remember I, that? I remember I the exact remember. term, but it was ludicrous. Yeah, it was something to that effect. I don't know if she said that exactly though. Yeah, I, 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 I was. She said to... she was making her jealous. Diane said, "You're just you're using Jack to make me jealous, or you're trying to make me jealous, or something like that." And Phyllis said something like, "You're right. I am. I do want to make you jealous." Or... And he walked in on that, and I mean, yeah. I mean, it was one thing after the other. She sold her hotel to go work over at the company. She lied for months. Uh-huh. To- you know when when they brought Talia Morgan over, you brought Jeremy Stark to town. It's like, <laughs> do you see anything? <laughs> so I don't know. I yeah, off the rails. It was she was off the rails. So I don't know if I can a hundred percent subscribe to the fact because, like you say, were they loud talking each other and throwing history under the bus? They were doing that to each other, in my opinion. They were doing it to each other. Um, however, on the flip side of that, mean like Michelle Stafford, I don't know if I want to say that 100%. That's just where I am with that. So, but to each his own. I know it's a ton of comments in here. Phyllis really cares about 
Phyllis and getting back at Diane. I mean, you had poison in your system. You poisoned yourself just a little that's bit. I'm saying, y'all, in, that's insane. That's insane. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. the woman needs to be in a padded cell for at least six months. <laughs> but, I mean, y'all know I love Phyllis, but she really needs some psychological help. You know, I this whole scene that happened from April to now, now May. Oh. I, I think she did. She's worse than Sheila at this point. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Y'all <are> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we say don't go that far, huh? Right. That's a stretch. <laughs> anyway, so I guess according to Michelle Stafford, she'll be back next week. So, uh, or on screen. So I guess we'll see how that all turns out. Ooh, it's gonna be. Amazing. But okay, so let's kind of shift. I wanted to share that clip with you guys to get your thoughts. We gotta talk about summer. That girl. Okay, you know what, Keisha? I'm gonna let you have the floor because I know you are pissed. <laughs> At summer right now. She's just being selfish. Like and, and then the way that she's treating Daniel. Mm-hmm. Like you and we said this last week. She put Daniel in a crappy the, the crappy situation of knowing this information and then not wanting him to say anything. If you didn't want him to say anything, then you should have kept it to yourself and you should right. just carry that burden on your own and don't put that on him. But she did it because she had to talk to somebody because she couldn't keep it in any longer. And and then, you know, to have the nerve to treat him the way that she's treating him because he decided to tell somebody, it's BS. And she's just frustrating right now. Like, she's being a complete brat about this whole thing. And Daniel did her, her oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Daniel did her a favor with the way that he presented information to everybody. I agree. Because mm-hmm. he kept it from where she's known for, you know, a couple of weeks. She was choosing not to share that information with her own husband and 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 the police. Yep. So the way he presented it to everybody was like Phyllis came to me, she told me all this. Don't tell Summer. She doesn't know. I don't want to upset her. And he basically put her in the clear. So, and she's just being, it's like she's just being totally unreasonable. And it's driving me nuts. Mm -hmm. And I just want somebody to, to shake her like, this is, you're being ridiculous. Like, Mm -hmm. you are being your mom right now. Your mom has, Your mom has put you in the worst position possible because mm-hmm. now you yep. have to choose between your mom and your husband. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. Never done that to her. I mean, and she's consistently, it's, it's one thing if she tried to avoid talking about it, she's actually snapping at people about this, you know, certain things that they say or do. And it's like, girl, you know what's going on and you get mad at people? Right. It's totally irrational. It's and just the way that she's treating Kyle? Right. I can't, I, I, 
you know what? I, and I'm like, I, I've always wanted Kyle and Summer to be together. But oh, I they're ruined wait. now. I cannot wait until Kyle finds out that she knew this and was was planning to not tell him anything and was okay with her mom with his mom possibly going to jail. Well, you see, Chance called her out today. Uh, yep. Yeah, I saw that. Because <clears throat> I was getting worried about Chance. I'm like, Chance, come on, man. I mean, he put his thinking cap on today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For once. For once. Because, I mean, him and Christine is like, oh, my God. Michael is just making this whole story up. Now, you've known Michael a long time. Right. Do you and the, the story came from Daniel? Why would you make that up? You know they would laugh you out of court if right. that was fake. Yeah, him of him of anybody like that's these are her kids. Why would her kids lie about this? Here's the other thing. Tell me why nobody has either checked the dental records on the burnt corpse. Oh, right. I mean, this case would have been solved a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> They'll know that's not Phyllis. Now, you saw that um, Kyle and Summer went over to the Roach Motel and they found the red hair. Yeah, Kyle and Jack. I mean, what did I say? Kyle and Summer. Oh, yeah. Kyle and Jack. Yeah. So, and you I know, guess- I mean... <laughs> If the, the the police didn't know about the room, right? That's why they didn't find the hair. Right. They did. It was uh, so Michael, Michael found out about the room. Yeah. So somebody needs to call that motel and let them know that their cleaning staff is really lacking. <laughs> that was a lot of hair. Yeah, that was a lot of hair. And it would have to have a root attached to it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And all of a sudden, they found the hair, and then they go get it. And they didn't even, what did Kyle use? Summer's hairbrush or what? We didn't see nothing. All we know is he got a call from the lab. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, obviously it's her hair, because he was like, I got DNA evidence. If we can do this, I would assume an A1 detective can do this. Right. Right. And somebody's so, gonna need a detective to be watching out for Sharon because now somebody's spying on her from the from the past. But, what that's about. But listen, hold on one second. Here's the interesting thing that Christine ain't looking at. If Christine was involved, I mean, if, if Diane was involved in this crime, why would she put herself in jail? Most people would try to make sure that they're not going to jail if they try to set something up. Why would she put herself in jail? That makes no sense. But anyway, go ahead with the Sharon thing. Well, I mean, the champagne, I didn't see the label, but I guess it's an expensive bottle of champagne. She's sitting there playing with a baby, and the next thing I know, the next scene is she's pulling out a bottle of champagne going, look at this. I'm going, it's a baby. It's not going to look at the bottle of champagne. (laughs) Girl, listen (laughs) Trish, there's no way somebody gonna leave me a bottle of champagne. I'm gonna drink it and don't know where it came from. Hey, I'm not opening that. That's not even gonna come in the house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're not stupid. And then did you guys see the previews where um Nicholas was like, Oh, it looked like it's blood on that label. How did you miss that, Sharon? Yeah, I saw that. That was it was weird. That was weird. 
the curse was that wasn't there was someone else that was being spied on too, wasn't it? Or or was it Sharon multiple times? It was Sharon. Multiple times. Yeah, so apparently it's supposed to be some somebody by the name of Cameron. Does that sound familiar from her past? Cameron. I think so. There was a Matt. Yeah, somebody by the name of Cameron, somebody or something. There was a Cameron, and I can't remember if he was. I can't remember if he was high school or later. Hold on. I saw that somebody had posted. Um, is that Cassie's father? I don't know. Is that is that Cassie's father? Was that Cameron or was it the other guy? Dang oh, it, I cannot remember like I used to. Hold on. <laughs> I'll get a I think I'll get a full name for you in a second. Okay, yeah, because it says Sharon Big Storyline Reveal starts next week. Um, let me see. Okay. Cam, uh, that Cameron Kristen, a uh, Cameron Kristen seeking revenge against Sharon. Who's really? Cameron Kristen? Does that sound familiar? Anybody in the chat? Who, anybody know who Cameron Kristen is that's seeking revenge against Sharon? Yeah, I don't. I've I'm, never. I don't remember that name. I remember Cameron, but I do not remember the story. Not me either. Okay, let's look up Cam. And Trish, you. I mean, Keish, are you over there looking up? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Some comments. He's. Wait a minute. What is this? Um, Sharon. That's Sharon X. Is the one that on un, that unalive Cassie and Mariah's father. Oh. Okay. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Her ex that is her ex that are unalive Cassie and Mariah's father. So she was with somebody outside of, I guess, Cassie and Mariah's dad before Nick. So Frank was Cassie and Mariah's adoptive. Wait. Cameron was a friend of Grace and she ran into Grace in Denver. That's what Jenna says. And then Cameron, it was a stalker. She thought she had killed him. He's Diane, real life husband. Oh, really? The heck? He evidently her? tortured Sharon and then Nick back in 2003 and four. Uh, okay. Wait a minute. Um, Cameron and her spent the night. Okay, Cameron and her spent the night, and after she left to come back to General City, when she came back, he followed her and stalked her. So I guess he was a stalker from her past or something. She hit him over the head with a champagne bottle when he got violent with her, and she thought she killed him and disposed of his body in a dumpster. Man, these women dispose of a lot of bodies that aren't. <laughs> They are strong women. I mean, how do they move these bodies? Um, oh, gosh. And I guess he was with Grace for a while. Oh, okay. And so Cameron, Cameron, they, and it was Frank who was the biological father of Cassie who Cameron murdered. And that's the body that she found. It wasn't Cameron's body. Mm. She dug it up. My God, y'all, these women are strong. 
<laughs> right. And you remember Phyllis dragging Jeremy out of the hotel room? Oh, uh, like, with one hand. With uh, one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying, y'all. The ludicrousness of that entire storyline is just, oh. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I didn't want to jump too far ahead because we are hour and 20 minutes in on Young and the Restless. Oh my God. <laughs> so wait, so what did you guys, how do you guys feel about the interaction between Diane and Ashley? That was and, Oh my gosh. I Diane's, know, I know uh, Trish loved that. That was so funny. I mean, Diane was getting Ashley's goat good. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, mm, she. You see how Diane's attitude has all of a sudden shifted because she knows, she knows. that this is alive. So now she's basically gone back to poking at Ashley. Yep, taunting yep. just like she does. No, I'm a nice person now. I wouldn't do that. Oh no, I didn't yeah. do it. I didn't start it. You yeah. know what, Diane? Sometimes she gets on my nerves when she start overstepping because. Okay, fine. You know Phyllis is alive, but then Ashley is pretty much telling her to back off, and she's like, "Oh, why don't you help me with my wedding dress? Cause mm-hmm. we're getting married." And oh, and I'm like, Diane, you need to chill. Yep. <laughs> That's the stuff Man. that annoys me with Diane. Same. Because she does do that. She does overstep and she pokes and she mm-hmm. does stuff to purposely get under Ashley's skin, and it's unnecessary. Well, right. like, you're 14? Yeah. And it's like, you know, Ashley doesn't like you. So why would you go down and engage with her? Exactly. And then act like, play the victim when she comes back at you. And then, of course, Jack, you know, just he, he only sees what Ashley does. He never catches Diane doing what she does. Or even when he does catch her, it's like a... He well, doesn't care. Yeah, it's like, well... You could have done, you, I guess you could have said worse. It's like he makes excuses. And it's like, why is it okay for her to be snarky and, yep. you know, taking jabs at Ashley, but you basically flip out when Ashley says anything to her? Right. I'm saying, y'all, Diane never has to pay. Yeah. Time to pay the piper. <laughs> well, I heard. I don't know if the rumors are true. So I guess they are going to have a wedding or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Phyllis is supposed to show up at the wedding or something. Did you guys hear that? Oh, wow. Uh-uh, I didn't hear that. I hadn't heard no, that. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard that. And I'm like, okay. Didn't she do that with somebody else? Was that Sharon? Remember when they when Gina came? Yeah, because as- Sharon put her in the coma, right? Yeah. Right. And then she came back from Georgia. And next thing you know, of course, it was Gina Tugnani coming through the doors. Right. So I guess, you know, Phyllis always got to make a grand entrance. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Let's see. We talked about Chance, Kyle. Okay. Did we cover anything? Have you got anything else on on this? Because I know we covered a lot of ground. I think that's about it on that one. Yeah. And did we miss any other parts of the storyline? Man, I don't know. Um, I don't think so. I think we did. Mm-mm. Okay, because we talked about Devon. There was no Lily this past week, was it? No. 
There wasn't this week. There was the previous week. week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, Malcolm. she's out of town. Yeah, Malcolm was on last week. Mm-hmm. And that was when they did the de- the. Um, yeah, because she left um after the whole thing. She told Daniel that she was going to New York or something. Yeah. So that's why. She, okay, that's why she wasn't there this week. Um. And I think that's everybody. Victor, Nikki, Nicholas, okay, Adam, Sally. Yeah, that's everybody. Okay, cool. Moving on. Before we move on to the bold and the beautiful, if you have not hit that like button on the YouTube side, please do. I see Jay Money in there trying to get y'all together. Trying to tell (laughs) y'all to hit the like button. Hit the like button. You know, we over here having some con some good content, some conversation, and y'all chatting it up in the chat. All right. So let me switch over to the bold and the beautiful. And I'm just I'm <laughs> who are you laughing at? Uh one of the comments, Dewan said, Who's getting their black back blown out in LA? Oh Lord. <laughs> you Nobody. And, you and Jay Money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, so okay, the fifteen. Oh, here we go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Eighteen, seventeen, sixteen, fifteen. All right. So Steffi confides in Finn about seeing Hope flirt with Thomas while Thomas massage Hope neck. Hope assures Liam that she loves him while Finn finds Steffi's suspicions about Hope hard to swallow. Uh, Taylor plays matchmaker with Deacon and Brooke and Finn visits Sheila in prison and RJ wonders if Brooke is truly happy without his dad. Finn tells Sheila to never contact him again. Taylor pushes Deacon to rekindle his romance with Brooke and Brooke assures RJ she is happy and then Hope sobs her apology to Thomas who overhears Hope calling him manipulative and unstable to Brooke. Mm-hmm. We really only had one, one long stringing storyline over here. Because mm-hmm. we got a little bit of Sheila. Let's just knock Sheila out the way. Oh, let's definitely knock Sheila out. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Trish, since you want to knock Sheila out the way. I mean, you know, stalking her own son, who she shot and then shot his wife and left them both for dead. Mm-hmm. she's a murderer um she had a hand in another person's death although it, she didn't push him she did you know help shove a little bit from behind um yeah i'm just um i'm just really i'm done with her I, i'm ready for that to be done i'm ready for sheila to be done um i don't need a prison scene um, I could watch Orange is the New Black if I wanted the prison scene. I don't <laughs> need to see Mike. I don't need to see him talking about how much he loves Sheila. I mean, this is it's obviously not apparent to him that she does not love him. She barely tolerates him because he helped her, and she will only use him. It's just the whole, Sheila's just, I just can't stand that character. And it's obvious that Kimberlyn Brown is great at what she does because, man, I cannot stand Sheila. 
my thing is this is where where do they where do they go with this story where, where do they go with her at this point there's no redemption i'm sorry there's right, no exactly redemption. exactly you know i mean you commit you confess the two murders and you know you got a yeah. murder as well on your on your hands you're in prison you know you're not getting out your son yeah you know, what are they gonna let him break out of jail then what again i mean seriously can you not think of another thing to write exactly it just makes no sense that their best bet if you're going to keep kimberlyn brown on because obviously i know we've been talking about this since last year that she has a three-year contract what are you going to do with this girl to keep her in a position where we don't have to watch her in prison and that she stays out i mean she just keep doing things yeah, I don't know. It's just weird to me how they set this whole thing in motion. Yeah, I'm curious as to how they're going to get her out of the jail time too with this, because I I don't want another another round of her walking around in disguise and hiding out of Deacon's house. We weren't mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So it, there's got to be something that happens that gets her gets her out of jail. Right. Yeah, it just makes no sense to me. You know, it's like, come on already. I mean, she goes in jail. She goes out of jail. She goes in hiding. Then she's revealed. And then she's coming after Steffi and Finn. And it's just this whole revolving circle that this character is going into. And it's like, why don't you just get a girl a break? We can see her for a while. I mean, we they, obviously, there's a break coming up because they're going to Rome. And I right. think that's Yay. probably... Yeah, that should be coming out the end of next month. But oh, no. um, oh, I love those remote shoots. Yeah, did you see the pictures on Instagram that they Beautiful. were taking? Oh my gosh. I've seen some of them. You see Y'all, when are we going? Let's get a group. When are we going? <laughs> I know. <laughs> who's going? Comments, who's going? Now, somebody was saying that that whole Rome trip is on is focused around Hope and Thomas though. Hmm. So I don't know because they she had on a wedding dress and all of that. Maybe it has something to do with her line. Maybe. Yeah, probably. That's what I'm thinking. But my thing is, is just please get it over with. Are you going to let them two get together or not? Right. Yeah. You know, and and Liam, please find. Oh my God, Liam is annoying. <laughs> he is annoying. Oh my God, if he. So is Wyatt. Oh, just the whining. <laughs> they're both, yeah. <laughs> they're they they are both getting on my nerves. And Wyatt again with with the the constant yelling. <laughs> like the man could not have a conversation without raising his voice. I think he has anger issues because his <laughs> his his fiance is missing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Every time the two of them get together, they're talking about Thomas. Yep. It's like, don't y'all got something else to talk about? Thomas is living rent-free in their head. Exactly. Exactly. Now, Hope is not helping because Steph, everybody is seeing what's going on. Yeah. Hope, Steffi sees it. Your mama sees it. Uh, Thomas thinks he sees something. You know, and it's like you're not doing a good job of hiding your feelings, Hope. Mm-mm. Right. I mean, but obviously she's married, so I can understand why she's in this stuck in this conundrum. Yeah, I um, 
<laughs> no, I'm laughing at Jenna. Jenna said Liam needs a psychiatrist. <laughs> and he needs to take his brother along with him, too, because they both need to talk to somebody. Oh, my um, gosh. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I, I My feelings are the same as they were with the last uh, podcast we did or the last episode we did. Mm-hmm. Where I I wish that it was more on her end and not Thomas because it's still there for Thomas too. You know, and I was I was mm-hmm. hoping in that moment when, um, and she's the one that keeps bringing it up. Hope does so when they were out of town and they were eating dinner in that in the hotel room. She was the one that brought up the. Oh, I can't. I, she said something like, "You know, I, I, I'm nothing like my mom, right? Like, I, I love Liam. <clears throat> blah blah blah. Um, like she brought the topic up, and then of course, you know, excuse me, Thomas is kissing her butt, telling her, "You're the most moral person I know. You're such a great person. You're nothing like Brooke." <clears throat> and then when they they hug each other. I was hoping so badly that Thomas would just pull, you know, pull away from pull her. Pull back, yes. Yeah, like normal and just going about his business and not have that long pause where they, you know, were staring at each other like they were almost going to kiss each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, those little, those small little things that they could have Thomas do would be, that's like, that would be big. And yes. And the audience know that Thomas is not hung up on her anymore. I would love that. I, you know what? The other thing that they could do is actually send that man on some dates. Let Hope just grind right. her gears. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, let since she is struggling, man. How? I mean, how? Uh, Thomas looking good, smelling good, and then Petra, one of them girls, come up in there and be like, "Are you ready to go?" Oh yeah. And then he tells Hope, "See you tomorrow." Exactly. And, and she would be like pissed. Well, so here's what I want to have happen it, somehow, mm-hmm. some way, is that Liam comes to realize that all of this passion that Hope has been having has not been because of him. Wait a minute. Hey, 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 Trish. Yeah. Uh Liam hasn't been blowing blowing hopes back out. Hope and blowing. <laughs> <laughs> what's that old saying save a horse ride a cowboy i don't know i can't remember. i don't know <laughs> listen they've been tearing that couch up i'm like do y'all have a bedroom right you know <laughs> i've wondered that too about that little tiny cabin that living room has seen more action than oh my gosh and hope is like man i mean liam is like man the passion Lately in our relationship has been strong. I'm like, shoot, you better go thank Thomas for that. It, it ain't exactly. you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. She, <laughs> and you know what? Mm-hmm. Go what ahead. Really me was I can't remember if it was this week or last week when um I think Liam was talking to Wyatt and he said something about how um something about if anything happened with Thomas, it would that would be a deal breaker for me. It was something like that that he said. And I'm like, all of the crap that you've done. You exactly. I thought the same thing. Deal breaker. Yep. 
the nerve. Exactly. It's like, dude, you 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 were going back and forth between Hope and Steffi for like for years. ten years. Right. Yep. You know, talking about, oh yeah, I can't believe it. You do that, it would just break my I'm like, dude, if you don't go somewhere and oh yeah, he can take a seat. Go he's on it, he's down. on the couch. He's on the couch. <laughs> he's on <Right>. the couch. <laughs> um, what did y'all think about the, when um Thomas was massaging her neck and her eyes was rolling up in the back of her head. I was thinking I need a massage (laughs) (laughs) really badly. (laughs) And that that girl is having some feelings about it. Yeah. And so to me, Mm -hmm. knowing how her husband feels about Thomas, that was inappropriate. Absolutely. Oh, she should have said, oh, no, no, I'm good. Thanks. Exactly. Exactly. She didn't. She just sat there and let him do it. And Thomas himself, no, like knowing the history there. Why would you touch her? Why would you even think that that would be okay? Yeah, right. you shouldn't be touching her like that. Uh-uh. Nope. Now, luckily, I was happy that they weren't showing him like, you know, seeming like he was getting all hot and bothered. He was just literally just doing a, a little neck massage. And they weren't showing him like getting all hot and bothered like um, Hope was. But still... Mm-hmm. The fact that you would think that that was okay when all the stuff that you guys have been through, like that was, yeah. that was just ridiculous. Here, have another cup of inappropriate. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Brooke is like still trashing Thomas when she was talking to Hope. Yep. And, um, you she know. talks out of both sides of her mouth because when she yes, talks she to um, Ridge or to Taylor, she, you know, will say something about how well they work together and they're getting along and X, Y, Z. But then when she's with Hope, she says the stuff that she says. Mm-hmm. That made me mad today. Yeah. Yeah, but the other thing is she got so, uh, Hope got so pissed off, she just admitted it. It's not Thomas, it's me. Yep. What you gonna do with that, Brooke? Now, you know she could probably twist that and say, well, what did Thomas say? He has something. Right. He's manipulating your feelings. Exactly. That's her favorite word. Well, because it's who she is. And it takes one to know one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, oh, see, I think there's a, but see, here's the thing. Next week, they're saying that it's either Taylor or Brooke is going to struggle with keeping that friendship together. Mm-hmm. So it probably has to do with this situation because now with her admitting that she's starting to feel things for Thomas, like you, like we just said, she's probably going to jump in Taylor's face saying that your son is manipulating my daughter to feel something. Mm-hmm. So I figure it, that wasn't going to last. We got a good six months out of it. Yeah, yeah I know. And I, I I, really, you know, I always want for there to be strong women relationships and friendships because there's just, you know, I mean, there's y'all know as well as I do, there's just so much bad. And you just really want that, that friendship to work and be positive. But we all know it's going to just not happen. Yeah, for sure. Now, I got to say, it is fun to watch Hope go through this because can you imagine somebody that you're extremely attracted to 
that you really wish that you could, you know, take for the for the day or the night or whatever. Mm-hmm. That you know that emotion is going through her head, and it's I'm like, yeah, you're struggling, girl. Right, <laughs> she definitely is. You know, I mean, it's, and she locked in there with Liam, and you got to think about another man to really get your passion going with your own husband. Right, that's a problem. It sure is. Yep. She letting her imagination run wild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the best bet is to, and I think it's supposed to come out to Liam next week, that uh, from Steffi, that, you know, that's what's happening. So, question is, is Liam going to do exactly the same thing we're saying about Brooke? Oh, Thomas is manipulating my wife. To feel oh, of course that. he is. Of course he is. It's He's never going to be her fault. Yeah, he's absolutely going to blame that on Thomas. Yeah. Because Hope y'all, is saint, too. Now, what did y'all think about him coming in that office to confront Thomas today? I thought it was civil. If I was Thomas, I'd be like, look, you need to go talk to your wife. Don't come yeah. up here. He had some nerve coming into a forester office talking to a forester like that, but it, at least it was civil. It was, but how many times are you going to confront Thomas about how you don't trust him? Well, I mean, I, I feel so like insecure. This, yeah, I feel like the conversation he had with Thomas today should have been the the conversation that was had with him three or four weeks ago when they started working together again. Because I do feel like what he was saying was it was it was reasonable, like. You know, with the past you two have, of course I'm going to have these feelings. And if she would have went out of town with anybody else, you know, there wouldn't have been an issue. But because it was you, this is why I felt the way that I did. And, like, you have to admit if we were in opposite positions and this, you know, this were you, you would probably feel the same way that I do. Like, I don't think there was anything wrong with what he said or Mm -hmm. how I don't think he was disrespectful to Thomas today like he has been in the past. Right. But I feel like that should have been something that he should have said in his initial conversation with Thomas when they first started working together, not 80 conversations later. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just tired of hearing him talk about it because he's been talking about it for two months now. Exactly. You could literally record it and just push play. Yeah. And especially not at my place of work. Yep. Right. And I'm just going to have a conversation about this. Let's, you know, we we can go to the bar or come over to the house and we'll talk, but you're not going to keep coming up to my job once a week, having the same conversation with me. Exactly. I mean, it's it's either him or Steffi. It's like yeah. Steffi, you I know y'all share a kid and whatnot, but you the CEO, you need to tell that dude, like, look, if you want to talk to me, you gotta talk to me off hours. Don't come up here in the middle of a work day. You're disturbing <laughs> you right. the process. Or, or actually don't talk to me at all about this. Talk to your wife because right. I don't have nothing to do with it. Exactly, you know. Um good. It's your wife that's got the problem. Listen, J Money and Honey Smile, I mean, Bree in the comments are saying that when Thomas told uh, Hope, go home to be with your husband, she looked disappointed. She did. I noticed that too. (laughs) She did look disappointed. That's bad. 
Well, I mean, you know, it's like reading a, a romance novel. The loins are on fire. Yeah, exactly. She, girl, she wants Thomas so bad. <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking like, dang, at least they moved the Nate and Victoria storyline up fast enough. This whole thing between these two is dragging. Yeah, they but are. you know what, though? When it happens, it's going to be like an explosion. Listen, they better not do us like they did uh, Sally and, and Adam. Oh, oh. Mm. Girl, and they got a baby out of that type of sex, right? Right. <laughs> right, right. They're bound by bad sex. Listen, you. I'm wondering if Victoria, well, I mean, I know she looks younger. Would they let her pop pregnant by Nate? I didn't think she could. Well, I guess she did wind up getting pregnant with Katie, but. Um, oh, yeah, she did have problems, uh, like difficulties having the kids, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, then she probably won't pop pregnant then. But Hope can. That would be crazy if, you know, Hope and Thomas, you know, end up doing the. It better be good. Y'all right. drug us along. This. Maybe they'll do it in Rome. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Something's gonna happen there. Something's gonna always, something always happen. You know what I hope happens in Rome? What I hope happens in Rome is that Hope comes on to Thomas and he rebukes her. Girl, listen. They that would be, be so funny. Listen, they better not be dragging me out that long only for him to say, ah, I don't think so. <laughs> but see, what let's would say, be good so though? So let's be, say this. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Trish. Oh, no, that's okay. Oh, I was just going to say what would be cool is if he rebukes her and then Liam finds out that she came on to him and then they they break, you know, they get divorced and everything. And then she goes after Thomas and then he finally gives in. And then it would be like the hot and the the, the fabulous and the, it's okay to do it now. So she doesn't go against all of her values and wind up having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> that's my two cents I don't know we'll see so Annika has played in other movies that she had to do hot scenes in uh -huh. she know what to do oh I'm sure she's a great actress I mean she likes she she likes the dark acting and some of that other stuff I think she was in one of those urban movies where she was with somebody I forgot it was if you guys know somebody reminded me of it a while back but Annika what we see with the virtuous hope, that ain't who Annika is. <laughs> yeah. So if they do take her down this route with Thomas, she gonna know exactly what to do. Yeah, I'm sure. So what do y'all think about um, Taylor trying to get um, Deacon to get back with Brooke? So I initially, I just thought this was some lame attempt at keeping Brooke at the the center of attention because I like all along I'm like why are we focusing on Brooke and her love life y'all ain't sent Taylor on one date since she been home um, and here's the other thing and then, why does she has to be the matchmaker all the time right so then in this scene with Deacon I'm like I think Taylor is doing this I really do think she's doing it to get Brooke out of the picture now because she is trying way too hard to hook Brooke up. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that that typically that isn't in Taylor's character. Like, she's, she's never really been the, the devious one. 
but I do I after hearing her talk to Deacon about getting back together with Brooke I really do think it's because she thinks if she puts them back together that she'll have a chance with Ridge Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I this guess what I'm off so much. <laughs> so, do you think that she's being? Because I don't think Taylor's being genuine in this moment. I honestly think she's trying to put Deacon in the way of keeping Brooke from Ridge. But you think it's yeah. to put a spotlight on Brooke? No, I do. Now I think it is because she's trying because she's not being genuine. Okay. She's trying to keep um, Brooke and Ridge apart. So because of that scene with with Deacon, that's mm-hmm. how I feel now. Before I thought it was just because the writers, like they always do, have to make Brooke the center of attention. But mm-hmm. now it does seem like um, it's it's just because she's trying to keep Brooke out of the way. So, couple of things. I do remember the conversation when Brooke told Taylor that she didn't want to start a relationship from scratch at this point in their life mm-hmm. after she saw Hollis that she really wanted someone who knew her, you know, and someone who had a history with her. Mm-hmm. And um so I do think that it probably started out as hey, this is a person she has history with and they do flirt together when they're when they're in the same room. They flirt. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. did kiss him in the Santa hat, even and she had been drinking. Right. Um, and that is what actually broke up her and Ridge's marriage, not Taylor. Um, and then today, or was it yesterday, when she was talking to Deacon and he asked her, Are you sure this isn't blah 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 for you? Da-da-da-da. And she was like, No, no. And she said her piece. Then there was that one point where she was talking to him about it and she looked down and you know how, like when you look away, that is possibly an indication of a lie. Mm -hmm. So that's when I thought, Oh damn, are they really making her do this to try to keep Ridge and Brooke apart so that she can slither in? Like, is that what they're really going to reduce Taylor to at this point? I, and and I thought, oh man, this is going to just annoy me to no end. My yeah. is put the, Taylor needs some business. Go find her. And a good looking piece of business too. Just you know, like they did for, for who can um, they cast? Security. Yeah. Instead of keeping uh, what's the security guard's name? Charlie. Oh. Yeah, instead of keeping Charlie's a, uh, sorry, Charlie's a sweet guy. But instead of keeping that character around the way they do, where he pops up every once in a while, how about hire an actor that can be a love interest for Taylor's character? Right. Why not? I mean... That's never had anything to do with a Logan. <clears throat> exactly. And the, and this is... So what Deacon said um, is one of the exact reasons why I, as much as I think Deacon and Taylor would have good chemistry... But when they were sitting at the table and he caught Brooke, his queen. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. one of the exact reasons why I, I would never want to see Taylor and Deacon together because there is always that possibility that the writers would have Brooke come between Deacon and Taylor. Yep. Well, that's where that whole thing happened where Katie was like, she liked Carter because he's the only man that hadn't been with Brooke. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't even mind Carter with Taylor. What do you think? I don't care. Any anybody to where 
Taylor and Carter can just have relationships that stick. <laughs> right. well, Carter's been with a Logan. He's been with Katie. So I want her to be with someone that has not been with a Logan at all. That, who would no that Logan. be? New person. Oh, yeah, that's a good, but ain't no new people on there, girl. You're gonna, gonna have to listen to me and listen to your podcast and listen to me telling them, telling you to hire somebody new. Exactly. <laughs> man, I, like Bree said, is there no other man than Ridge? Neither of these women are tired of being passed around back and forth like a tennis ball for 30 right. years. Right. And then, um, what Jenna say? Jenna said that would be beneath Brad Bell. Brad, <laughs> <laughs> why do you hate Taylor? Why? Yeah, it, it is. It's like, it's wait, like Taylor. Wait, it's wait, wait, wait. Girl, wait a minute. Jenna says she heard that Jeremy Stark is going to be on with B with Taylor on B and B. Are you kidding me? When? Uh, Jenna, come on now. Are you joking, girl? Like just that particular actor or the character Jeremy Stark? Because how is he coming back from the dance? Exactly. Well, the actor can't be Jeremy. I wouldn't mind seeing that actor back on something. I wouldn't either. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to bring that, I don't. I forgot his name. But if you're going to bring that guy back and put him with Taylor, I would be okay with that. Yeah, if he's coming over like as a businessman or something. Yeah, because what? So one of the things that I saw on Instagram on one of the um, one of the fan sites mm-hmm. or pages is when they do that um, offsite shoot in where are they going? Rome. Rome. Huh? That that's going to be the start of Brooke and Ridge getting back together. Oh, God. Because they're they're both, going, they're both going on that trip. Why do we need to do that? Mm-hmm. So you put us through all of that in November sweeps. For no reason. The CPS call sending Ridge off on a three-month hiatus only to show up working for the FBI. Um, <laughs> right. and then having Brooke and Taylor be these BFFs who don't need no man, and then you put the two of them back together, right? Girl, come on, right? So, what does that leave Taylor? Because of course she gonna feel like she's her pact has been broken. I mean, you know, she owns the beach house. Let's have some scenes with her at the beach house, you know, getting some sun, running on the beach, and meeting somebody. Oh, else, okay, so, uh, and I know y'all don't want her with somebody that's been with a Logan, but the only other available dude, if Sheila stay in jail, is Deacon. Jack has never been with Brooke. Yeah. Yeah, when is he coming back? I don't know. That'd be weird to be with your daughter's husband's father. Uh, Tell Abby that. Right? (laughs) I mean, it's it's no weirder than Thomas. It's not. Being with his steps at right. Right. (laughs) Oh, girl, because they all connected. These casts are too small. Yeah, they need some... Who is that? Bree said they need some crossovers badly. I they agree. Do. Yes. They really do. It makes it even weirder now that RJ is back because 
your brother and sister are possibly going to be dating each other. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah that would have to be so confusing. Mm-hmm. I don't This is Yeah, they need to... I, they used to have a lot of characters on this show. They did. You know, and then all of a sudden they just downsized to Brooke, Eric, Ridge, Steffi, Liam, Wyatt just popped back. Where's Bill? Where's Flo? Girl, Felon Flo. <laughs> <laughs> Felon Flo is gone. Yeah. <clears throat> You know, all we've been focused on, and then Sheila calling uh, Jack up there because he's a defense attorney. Girl, you actually think that man going to help you? And then he turned around and called Finn. Yeah. So, I think, so when, we, when we were talking about Sheila earlier, just, just like Trish was saying, I cannot stand the way that she basically is stalking him. Mm -hmm. like the man said he doesn't want anything to do with you you gotta drop it because you can't force him to want to have a relationship with you and you definitely ain't gonna have a relationship with the baby Mm -mm. well my thing is why did you even come up there just she emailed him email her back and say I ain't coming or just don't just don't I mean seriously just no contact it happens every day both Jack and Finn did the exact same thing. It's like, if you don't, I just wanted to come up here and tell you I don't ever want to see you again. Really? <laughs> There's a thing called ghosting. Right. <laughs> do it. Do it. Sometimes it's the healthy thing to do. Yeah, go no contact. Because you see, as soon as Sheila see them, she thinks she got hope. And she always go into this manipulating tactic. You're my son. We loved each other once. Remember she told that to Jack, you know, so uh-huh. save yourself from the manipulation and just don't show up. Right. So, uh, and then of course, Finn didn't believe what Steffi was saying about hope. He thought it was Thomas too. I'm like, yeah. really, Finn? Yep. Really? So, yeah. I guess that's all we have with Bold. What y'all think? Did we get miss anything? Let me see what's in the comments. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Jack was a doctor, and then they changed his backstory to an attorney. Yeah, that's something, isn't it? Girl, I was like, these people crazy. Y'all, what are y'all doing? These writers. They think we forget. You're right, Jenna. The soap opera is boring, especially since they dragging out hope situation. Um, she said this show could benefit greatly from a writer's strike. <laughs> uh, B and B needs to bring Kyle and Summer. I mean, yeah. What do you think about bringing Kyle and Summer over to? It would fit. Would you put Kyle? Would you put Kyle with Hope? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. I don't know what I would do with Kyle at this point because in there's a part of Kyle right now that is like a 10 or 11 year old boy. I mean, <laughs> you don't realize that, right? I mean, he's mm-hmm. like, you know, his mom, he's, he, it's not that he's not a man, but there's a part of him that is that kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he needs to, I think he needs to do some stuff before getting in a relationship with somebody. If him and summer do break up. 
Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Jenna says, who goes to jail for murder and then accept visitors? <laughs> oh, exactly. And don't you, I mean, how long do you have to be in there before you actually can qualify to have a visitor? That's yeah, and then who bring other inmates to visit an inmate? And my, Right, and where she to make up? Uh-oh, what you say? What? I said Mike got special privileges. He's still friends exactly. with some of the, some of the oh, right. <laughs> Mary, Mary said, I laughed when, I did a recap when I was talking about um, Liam and Wyatt because they keep repeating and having the same conversation about Thomas. So I called it, it reminds me of the movie Groundhog Day. Oh yeah. Because it's the same thing every day. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, Mary, that's what, it was funny. That's why I put it in there. It was hilarious because it applies. I mean, it's like, don't mm -hmm. y'all got something else to talk about. Right. Um, Kyle will go with Audra. Somebody, he's the second person that said Chance is supposed to be with Summer. Why? That's what I don't understand that either. Is it because they keep being in scenes together? I don't know about that one. I cause I heard Chance and Elena because they're gonna move Nicholas back over to Sharon for for because of this whole Hold on, slow down. I'm moving my pieces on the chessboard. Hang on. <laughs> I can't keep up. Listen, that's what they're saying. So Apparently, because of this new storyline that Sharon has with this person coming to town that we just talked about, Cameron, Nicholas is going to be focused so much on Sharon that's going to pull him away from Sally. Ah. Which now that leaves Adam out there waiting in the wings. And of course, we know he'll be more than happy to take up that space. Yeah, he's hungry. Exactly, which now pulls Chance out of the way because I, I don't know if you guys noticed, they haven't had any type of contact since that date at the lounge. Uh -huh. And that was like three weeks ago. Yeah. <clears throat> which means that that whole storyline that they're talking about putting Elena with Chance, that could be possible. I don't know what I think about that. I think they'd be boring together, but mm, I don't know. So... I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and do our um, last two segments. I think that's all we got for bold, right? I think so. I think it is. Okay. All right. So we have our, our uh, flip the script and who's taking a seat. Um, what you got for Young and the Restless for the flip the script? Whoever want to go first. Keisha. Um, I think my flip would have been, I, I wish Summer would have just embraced what Daniel did mm -hmm. when he told Jack and Kyle about Phyllis being alive, um, because she's really, uh, not only is she about to, her relationship with Kyle is getting ready to be ruined, but as, as nice as, or as patient as, um, uh, what is her brother's name again? Who? Summer's brother. Daniel? Daniel. Jeez, I don't know why that his name just slipped out of my mind. As patient as he as he is being with her, like I, I don't want their relationship to end up ruined because she just can't let let go of the fact that um he told everybody what happened. Mm -hmm. So I, I just I wish that she would have just you said, you know what, you're right. 
I should have did this in the first place. Thank you for basically protecting me the way you did. That would have been nice to see. Gotcha. Yeah. I just like the fact that he told her you're not the boss of me. I did too. That was, <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> so I, was, I just got, I was like, Daniel, thank you so much. Because she around there like she calling the shots or yeah. whatnot. Daniel was like, you don't get to tell me what to do. Exactly. No. You about to I have was a like, song that in was jail. beautiful. <laughs> it was. It was good. <laughs> All right. What you got, Trish? So for Y&R, um, you know, I was going to say what Keisha said. So now I'm racking my brain trying to think of what storyline I would change. But honestly, you guys, I have to say, I would go all the way back to this whole stupid scheme that Phyllis played with Jeremy Stark. I would just completely flip that script and, and I would have her just not get involved and back off and go live her best life. I'm so freaking disappointed about that storyline. It just, ticks me off every time it comes on yeah yeah i don't blame you because it's like where do you how do you salvage this where do you go with this what do you do with this what she did was awful mm -hmm. she herself in a deep hole yeah. yes she did yes she did i totally agree <laughs> I, I that was what i was hoping for because i actually dropped i was in that comment section with michelle stafford's video and i dropped that question I asked her, and I don't. I guess she didn't get a chance to see it, but I said, "What do you think about the Phyllis character and how she treated her children?" I, I mean, since you want to speak on how mean Jack was, right. I'm curious to see what her thoughts was on that part of the storyline too. Yeah, that was just so wrong. Yeah, yeah but you know, I know that this, when you on those lives, those questions are just scrolling so fast because she has a lot of people on there. Yeah, yeah, saying stuff so. Yeah, I was like, please read my comments. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in all caps and scream it at her. When <laughs> right, you know. But she was also advertising her her natural skincare product. I think it's called Skin Nation or something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she was running a flash sale, 35% off of everything on the site that one day. It was a one-day sale or whatever. But she was also taking questions about the show. And I'm like, oh, here's my opportunity. Cool. <laughs> um, okay, so if I had to uh, flip the script, um, I would have had Kyle instead of him running up on Daniel and, and Summer in that park, mm -hmm. I, I mean, or at the, not at the park, at the um, GCAC, I would have stood back and had Kyle listen to what they were going back and forth about. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Because he was, if he had to just stood back and listened to this thing instead of mm -hmm. ran right up into talking to their, talking to the two of them, he would have heard everything. Yeah, he would have yeah. heard everything. Yeah. So that would be my flip the script that he would have just stepped back and listened to the conversation and bust her out. Yeah. So, all right, what you got for flip for for uh, bold? Um, I'm gonna say my bold flip was <clears throat> today um, when we see that Thomas overheard Brooke and Hope talking about him mm -hmm. um, when he you know kind of walked in after the fact and t uh, hope is like basically 
profusely apologizing to him that he just would have walked away from her and left her standing there with no reaction. Yeah. Because she felt, I mean, you see that she felt horrible because she knows that he heard what, what they, what she said about him. So I just would have liked for him to give no reaction and we don't know what's going to happen because it cut off right there. Mm-hmm. That is what's going to happen Monday, but my hope is that he just gives her no reaction and just walk, you know, just leaves. I would love that. Girl, he better not come up in there talking about, I understand why you feel this way. I know I did some horrible things and I'm so sorry. Right. I, I bet money. I bet money that that is probably what's going to happen. <laughs> That's what I think. Well, because Bill Bell hates Taylor and her kids. Yeah. <laughs> yep, he does. I know he's going to go in there and be selfless because even Liam was like, oh, so this modesty thing, is that part of the new Thomas? I'm like, Liam, if you don't... Yeah, that was... I, I hated that he said that to him. Like, just don't be a jerk about it. Like, exactly. The, the man is trying to change and he hasn't done anything in the last you know, however many months, just three months. Yeah. <laughs> three, three months out of the, however many years he's been back. Like, right. <laughs> but still like, let him have that. Right. You don't have to be snarky about it and, and basically be dismissive. Mm-hmm. Um, my flip would have been when they were in that hotel room, because remember, Thomas is thinking that, because I remember him saying no way when he was at Forrester, because he thinks that something's going on with, with Hope too, right? Mm-hmm. I would have called her bluff. When she was looking at me, I would act like, you know, looking at Thomas, I should say. Mm-hmm. He should have act like he was going to go in with that kiss and went right past her face reaching for something. <laughs> <laughs> And she probably would have been looking like, and then he would be like, you all right? Right. That's a good, I, that kind of a scene. Oh my God. That would just be great. Because remember Ridge did that to Brooke. Yep. When they, when she had the little blue nighty on or whatever, and he acted like he was going to do something and he didn't do nothing. And she was like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> So if I was Thomas, I'd graze right past her face, reach for his some keys or the phone or whatever, and be like, oh, excuse me. And she'd be looking crazy. <laughs> and then he'll realize exactly, because if she respond with her eyes closed and her mouth open. Right. <laughs> what are you thinking? What are you thinking? That is too funny. Oh, oh. my gosh. It's a bunch of flips in the comment section. So let me see. <clears throat> Jenna said, if I was flipping it, I think that Daniel should have gone the chance, not Jack and Michael. That was too stupid. Hmm, good point. Jenna also said, I think the last time Sally told Adam that she didn't want him, I would have had Adam say, fine. I was just have my lawyer call your lawyer about the baby and we can settle it. Oh. Jenna ain't playing. I don't blame you. Uh, Bree said for Y and R flip after Victoria sleeps with Nate, she tells him thank you for giving her what she wants and kick him to the curb. Dang, Bree! <laughs> wow. And then Nate realized he hurt Elena for no reason. That's a good one. Yeah. Br- Bree also said for bold. <laughs> 
Liam stopped going over to Forrester's creation 20 times a day and get a hobby. Or just uh, die. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see, any more flips? Oh, Vinny. Vinny said, instead of Finn going to visit Sheila in prison, have another one of her children go with a plan to get her out. Oh, he's trying to really create a whole new storyline because she do got some kids out there. Who? She, uh, Sheila. Sheila, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dewan said Daniel should have just called Summer an idiot. Yeah that... <laughs> yeah, that whole thing was mishandled. We Jay Money segment that's called um, "Insert a Line." Oh, really? Insert a line. <laughs> or change a change a line of dialogue. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, that would be interesting. Jay Money say, "Y'all know that song? I left my heart in San Francisco." Well. Hope left her ears in San Francisco because them bad boys rolled all the way back in her head when Thomas massaged her back. Oh, she left her eyes in San Francisco. There you go. That's funny, Jay Money. I said ears. Sorry about that. All right, so now we got to take some seats. Mm. What you got? Who going first? Summer. Summer can take all the seats. Mm -hmm. She didn't piss me off for two weeks straight. <laughs> oh, gosh. What you said? She can sit for two weeks, huh? She sure can. She can that sit for as long as it takes her to come to her senses. I heard that. <laughs> is that all that you got for Wynar? Um, Nate can take a seat just because he's a jerk. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Okay. What you got, uh, Trish? Yeah, I totally agree with both of those. And I would add... Um, I would add that Phyllis needs to be on the couch and I would also they gotta find the first tree. Uh, right. I know. <laughs> I know. Unbelievable. Um, where's the you know, I mean cameras are everywhere. Where's the where's the the footage of the between the office buildings and you can't just run around town and not be on camera somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Um it was better not still be in General City. Girl, you know she's flying around Genoa City on her broom somewhere. She's you know she real. is. <laughs> too funny. Oh my gosh. I definitely think Jack needs to take a seat too. Really? Okay. I'm just annoyed with Jack. I'm just annoyed with Jack. Gotcha. Um, um, I'm going to throw Diane in the seat because she is being obnoxious. Oh, she's totally obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. So if so, so in a good way, I would say take a throne is Tucker because he's just he's owning it and he is just funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna put Chance in a sheet in a seat, but he redeemed himself this today. I put I put Chance in a sheet. In a sheet. In a sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Go have a little seat. Oh my god! In your sheet. <laughs> um, I gotta put Audra in a seat. Oh yes, yes, I forgot about her. Yeah, she messy. So, um, I know y'all got everybody else in the seat, and then that Roach Motel that y'all don't clean. Y'all need to take a seat. Seriously, too. the cleaning lady, take it. Yes, <laughs> or the cleaning man, whoever Listen, cleans, take a seat. Who gonna have that much hair in a room that's supposed to be clean like three weeks ago? Right. And y'all, that was like pulled out perfectly in a little, a little, 
array of hair. That was not like pull hair from a brush and throw it in the trash hair or a hair that fell off your back. That was like multiple strands of hair that were perfectly laid. I mean, come on. Yeah. And then I got to throw Christine in a seat because she just want to win, even though she about to look stupid. So honestly, every time she gets persnickety about something and purses her lips, I'm like, oh man, I can't stand it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is funny. Okay. And then what y'all got for Bo who taking a seat? Liam, as always, and Steffi. Oh, God. Steffi, just stay out of the, the Liam Hope drama. You said you 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 asked Hope about her feelings for Thomas. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. She should have she should have let it go the first time. She didn't need to ask her a second time. Just right. stay out of the business. If it's not affecting work, and if your brother is fine, then just let it go. And stop talking to Liam about it. Yeah, I'm just so over that. This is so... All right, what you got, Trish? Who's sitting at the bowl? Well, yeah, so yes on everything Keisha just said. And I would also, and only because he comes flying into town talking about not wanting to be in the family drama, and then he inserts himself into the family drama, RJ. Uh-oh. Yeah. RJ, we didn't take a talk seat. about him. Girl, because it was like a non-essential. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But you can talk about him if you want to after Trish is done. Well, so the other person I would have take a seat on the Bold and Beautiful is going to be the guards who keep letting Sheila have visitors. Oh, geez. (laughs) Other than that, I'm cool. Gotcha. Uh, Taylor, you got to go sit down somewhere. What are you doing? Oh, dang. I forgot about Taylor. What are you doing, Taylor? First, go find your own dude instead of trying to find Brooke a dude. Yep. Go find your own. You pretty lady. Go find your own guy. You tried to hook up with Hollis. That Mm -hmm. didn't work. Now you're trying to hook up with Deacon, not knowing that he was sleeping with Sheila. Mm -mm. Taylor's taking the seat this week. And I got, let me see if I had this. I, I'm sorry. Hope got to take one too. She needs to figure. I Ain't no way I let my kids sit on that couch. Seriously. Yeah. Because I mean, all y'all do is sleep on that couch. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And you up in there thinking about Thomas while you're screwing your husband. And your husband is like, this is great. <laughs> this is great. Um, let's see what we got in here. Seats, seats, seats. Um, <laughs> Jenna said, oh, wait. Ron Julian says, Nate need to take a seat. So does Josh Griffin. Um, Jenna said, the writers for both shows should all continue to take a seat, even when the strike is over. That's right. I did hear about that. Yeah. Um, Jay Money said, my take a seat is everybody on this live that didn't like the video. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh my gosh. Jay Money is hilarious. <laughs> you right about that, Jay Money. He said, no excuses for y'all not to take one second and hit that like button. Go ahead on, Jay Money. Tell him. Um, Ron Julian said Brad Bell need to take a seat. 
Then he said, I guess the writers have taken a seat being that they're on strike. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not sitting there walking. Yeah, they're walking. Um, Ron said Victoria can say take a seat for being thirsty. Oh, that girl is thirsty. She is literally taking those. You know how in college, I don't know if y'all ever did the beer bongs where they would put the beer in the funnel and then you would like, that is Victoria right now. Dang. Okay, Trish. She's parched, man. She's finally <laughs> finally getting hydrated. Uh-oh. What do you say, Nate, knocking out the cobwebs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nate is knocking out the cobwebs. Some uh, busted somebody's back. Um, I forgot what we was called. We said so much broken, <laughs> breaking people's backs and whatnot. He's knocking out cobwebs. Um, are you all right over there, Trish? I am cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's about on the East Coast. It's about ten thirty at night, so this is late nights. We Keisha, Trish, and Latisha. Yeah. All right. Honestly, if we could, if one night we did like a verify for age, we could really get down. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we talked about that. I think a few, uh, several months back, having an unfiltered like. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like saying whatever we want to say. Um, <laughs> let's see, Victoria. Okay, Bree said Nick can take a plane ticket anywhere outside of running through women in General City with no commitment. Ooh. Better yet, go take care of Adam's son, Christian. Ooh. All right, Bree. Uh-oh. Yeah. Shots fired, Bree. The gauntlet. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Mary said, Nick, take a seat. Dewan said, yay, RJ just got his first seat. Who gave him a seat? That was you. I did, uh, Christian. Christian. Yeah. Um, Bree also said, for bold, uh, Hope's hormones can take a seat. <laughs> she better slow her she better slow her roll before she cheats on Bill Spencer's whiny pride and joy um Trent Perry hey welcome Trent Hope needs to take several seats Mary said Taylor and Deacon take a seat Vinny says Liam Wyatt Mike and Taylor yeah we forgot did anybody put Mike in a seat no, no, I just did the prison guards. That okay, got gotcha. you. have visitors. All right, cool. Well, Vinny got that covered. Mary said White and Liam need to take a seat. And, oh, yeah, get your black back. Yeah, Jay Money said get your back blown out. Yeah, Victoria sure did. Yeah, the sort of mattresses need a break. I know, right? <laughs> um, or the couch, actually. Yeah, he said. Uh, Ron said we all know Sheila will be out soon, eventually. So, fan, have a seat. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Also, lady, Sheila's WAP is better than Brooke and Taylor's. God, dog, y'all crazy. You know, you know, <laughs> you know what he's talking about, right? <laughs> Wait, say it again. He said, Ron Julian said Sheila's WAP. Is better than Brooke <laughs> and Taylor's. Evidently, yeah, there's something happening there because I mean, all those men were just so. It was like, wow, how can this happen? I know, right? <laughs> I mean, Sheila brought all of them to the yard, right? <laughs> and then Jay Money said we should call a CBS soap dish recap after dark. Right. 
Man, mm-hmm. could you imagine what that would be like, girl? Y'all, I mean... I don't know, Trish. You might get kind of raunchy. I, well, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, I, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I would. It would be, it would not be for the faint of heart. We wouldn't want anybody to get the vapors. The vapors? <laughs> the vapors. <laughs> listen, I'm just waiting. To, I, listen, I just don't want to be disappointed if and when they bring. See, I don't. Do, okay, let me ask you this quick question. Then, you know, I don't want to keep you guys too much longer. But do you think that they're just doing a long chem test between Thomas and and hope just to see what the fans feel about it. Oh, if people can't see that there's been chemistry there, that's yeah, just well, crazy because it always has been there. Well, soap did soap diet soap opera digest did a poll uh-huh. about this storyline, and overwhelmingly, it was somewhere close to seventy, almost eighty percent says no to these two. Oh wow! Oh really? Yes. And I was shocked by that because I'm like, dang, I'm in the minority. Where'd they poll? Because nobody asked me. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm not on the CC list. Girl, you're so funny. I wish they had to poll me. I probably would have put about 150 ballots in it. But um, yeah, they're saying that the responses that they did get overwhelmingly majority is saying no to Thomas and Hope. And I'm like, no, well, don't you know, put us through this torture. I wonder, is that not because they don't have chemistry, but just simply because people wouldn't want the person responsible for keeping her, helping keep her away from her baby, having that kind of a relationship? Well, on the Facebook side of the world, a lot of people don't think that Thomas has changed. Oh, yeah, of course. When you look at the comment section, see, Liz, you see how he was looking at it? He ain't changed. And it's like, what did you see? <laughs> you know, so there's a lot of folks that really don't like Thomas. They don't think he's changed. They still calling him names. So, I mean, if that poll is saying that, and uh, a lot of folks mm-hmm. on the Facebook side, I, have you seen, because I know Keisha is on, yeah, both of you guys on the Facebook side, mm-hmm. have you seen those responses about Thomas? I know I have. I haven't seen any polls, but uh, I can definitely, I, I guess, I guess we shouldn't really be too surprised considering the history between the two of them and how, mm-hmm. like, the long-running um it wasn't just one incident. It was right. multiple incidents with Thomas over a span of like, what, three or four years or whatever of him doing just creepy stuff. Because when they first started, you know, hinting towards this current friendship, relationship, whatever it is that they had together and that Hope might have some feelings for him, mm-hmm. I wasn't really on board with it either. And I didn't necessarily want to see it because it's just like they've made Thomas so creepy when it comes to hope that it's just kind of like ew but as the the weeks have gone by I'm a little more open to seeing it now Mm -hmm. I I think I think where they messed up was they jumped into this too soon Mm -hmm. I think they should have given 
like we've been saying for the last however many weeks, there there needed to be a period in between when all of this crap happened with Thomas, this last little incident, um, and having him move on with somebody else, having him going out on dates, like completely, you know, no feelings there for Hope at all. Like, not even really a a for real storyline with him other than he's designing on her line. Just like, give it a year or something. And then like, go back around to the, maybe a relationship between the two of them. Because it's just, I don't know, it's just too soon between yeah. the, the the last time he was kind of icky towards her and Brooke, and then now we're jumping into this, and it's still fresh in people's minds. I think they dropped the ball when the last go-round back in November because look like, remember when Liam didn't show up to the thing, and then uh, Hope didn't go home, she stayed over there drinking with Thomas, and they yes. were like they were trying to have some chemistry on that couch but then uh uh thomas went in and she stopped them yep what we're seeing right now should have happened then yeah what if it yeah i mean i could be wrong i don't know what do you think trish right quick what do you think i completely agree okay yeah i think when they sent them apart banished him from the company Steffi didn't want him there he was uh, the board members came and ousted him it's like and then you about what was that a month later Steffi was like well we should bring him back so like you said it was too quick yep and then he had his little didn't he have a moment where he brought the the mannequin back up yeah at one point and yep so it's just like you got like they 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 have carried on the narrative that Thomas is still obsessed with her, right? And it's just gross. So of course the fans aren't going to buy into a relationship between the two of them because right. it's almost like at this point Thomas has just worn her down. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. Um. Okay, Jay Money, no, I don't have a, a dedicated Facebook page, just Instagram to answer your question. And Bree says that I feel that the poll only means that Brad Bell is going to get a good payoff writing-wise, putting Hope and Thomas together. He knows the fans will be pissed and tune in to see the destruction of their relationship. Well, that, that might be the case, you know, because if you have something that people won't like but then people will be like oh if they do that I'm gonna stop watching and then they don't do it they keep watching yeah so I guess we'll have to see all right we have been at it for two and a half hours two hours and 36 minutes which obviously that was to be expected because we had to cover about two weeks worth of content so mm-hmm. yep I know, right? It's been a long two weeks, girl. It has. And I'm actually going to be in Nashville next weekend, so I won't be available. I'm leaving on Thursday, and I won't be back till Tuesday. Now where are you going, Trish? I'm going to Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, okay. A little pleasure trip or something Definitely pleasure, yes. Going to see uh, my best friend from college. So definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, have a lot of fun. You know what, Trish? so much. What? 
two weeks after that, I'm going to Nashville to visit both of my best friends. Oh, that is so awesome. Oh, I'm so excited to go. We're going to this wine tasting on Sunday. So I'll tell you about it next week or well, the next week, the next week (laughs) and the next week. Well, that's good. Well, you know, what's to be expected. We're coming into the summer months. So people got stuff to do. Yes. Life, life is busy as always, but I definitely want to, you know, Keep going and and enjoy the shows and it's always fun to be with you guys. Thanks okay. for thanks, thanks for having me. So it'll just be me and you, right, Keish? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. All right, you guys. Well, we're gonna end it here. I hope you enjoyed the show. It was a long one. We had a lot of fun. Also, on your way out, because Jay Money is gonna check all of you. Please hit the like button because uh, yeah, he's making sure you guys are on point. And um, until next week, there's some good spoilers coming out. Um, this whole thing with Sharon. Um, there's an, uh, an actual engagement, another engagement on The Young and the Restless. So stay tuned for that. And Bold. And more Hope's still fighting her feelings. So we're going to be dragged into this even more next week. So, <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, you guys, we will see you later. And that, what is that? That's Memorial Day weekend next week. Okay. Yep, it is. Yep. All right, have a good week, and we'll talk to you guys on the 26th. Bye. Friday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless Bold and the Beautiful Long Haul Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we will welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.